season podcast we are back again this is episode 47 mm. pass the test again boy. easy kenny t is in the building what's up ot is in the building yes sir and that silence you hear y'all know what it is Smooth is not in the motherfucking building he's not Motherfucking deal, bitch. <laughs> yeah, you gotta say bitch at you. <laughs> bitch. Nah, shout out to shout out to Smooth, man. Bro is on uh, vacation. He out there in Mexico with his family, with his feet kicked up somewhere. 
Drinking a pina colada, spending a bunch of money. <laughs> All pina. All pina. colada. One, one colada. <laughs> <laughs> what do you say? Colada with a splash of rum. <laughs> nah, uh, yeah. So bro, bro, on vacation, man. He gonna be back next week. But uh, but yeah, man. What's y'all, what's y'all boys on, man? How y'all boys feeling? Good. Good. How does it feel? I'm saying we received a, a legitimate amount of backlash this week. How do y'all boys feel about that? I Again, paid, I ain't paid attention to it really. Zero. I read a few comments and was like, "What?" I picked up. I'm focusing on getting my clientele up, so I got a couple extra clients this week. But I ain't been paying this none of that shit. So y'all saying y'all don't give a damn what the listeners are saying? Is that what y'all saying? I don't give a damn what they got to say. Cause I mean, we done been called everything from broke to uh, dusty to man. I, I done lost kind of all the name. Um, my lifestyle speaks for itself. <laughs> Big per. <laughs> Cause that's I mean, you know, that's that's one thing that I've been noticing, man. A lot of times, right when you see these people saying certain things, making certain comments, all you gotta do is double tap the Abby. Typically, that's it. That's it. And things get to add now. Be a cartoon character, some animation, <laughs> or be built like a cartoon character. But the thing is, right? Just is the, just started their shit last month. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? It's always an undesirable with a, like with a bold opinion, with like a chest out opinion, and that's what I don't understand. But I get it. I get it. Like you got to have some kind of weight of to 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 validate your life going the way it's going. Right, like some of this stuff we said, but especially about the hundred pounds gained. Um, we said if you gain a hundred pounds, you know what I'm saying, should you leave your significant other? Right now, there was some people saying, "Well, yeah, a hundred pounds is way too much." You know, if a conversation has been had and they just, you know, they just refuse to do anything, well, that's that's reasonable, right? Uh, then you had the other side saying, "You didn't marry you married me for looks, physical attraction." What happened to death do us part? You about to die early. <laughs> <laughs> wow <laughs> a, heart, a heart attack at 40 What's came to pod today What's Got on the scale and said damn Yeah no But but you know it, it's just interesting And I think that's what the dope part about having this platform is right? People say that we be using our platform wrong <laughs> Using our platform to you know Attack people and divide the culture And different things like that what, Like, How do y'all feel like we using our platform we don't, I don't really ask y'all that question enough how do y'all feel like Do y'all feel like We using our platform Responsibly I, Honestly I think we do I think we say A lot of positive shit On here mm-hmm. That just don't get The backlash Like you know It's too positive It's, it's like Oh you should be saying that mm-hmm. it, it, You don't hear it a lot But when you, when they hear it It's like oh That's, that's natural mm-hmm. it, That is what it is They supposed to be saying that But when we say something That you know A lot of people are scared To say Knowing the back of their mind They thinking that mm. It's like, oh, you shouldn't be saying that. You shouldn't be doing this. No. If you gain 100 pounds, if you if I met you 140, 150, and now five years, six years down the line, you 250, that ain't good. I, I wouldn't even feel right if I weighed 250. And especially when, you, when you're not trying to help the cause and, and at you, all. And you're not trying to work. That's all I was Th- That's all it is, yeah. I said if it's five years down the line and I gave, I gave many options, we can work out together, we do this, do that, blah, 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 this, that, that. That and you still refuse to do it, I'm gone. Okay, so what do you have to say about the the critics saying, "Hey, you know, she had a baby." Mm-hmm. Understandable. Know, 
certain situations to where like you should be able to love somebody through that. Like if our bond is based on just physical appearance, then we never had a bond to begin with. What do you guys have to say about the people that, you know, bring that point up? If she had a baby, I understand that. Mm -hmm. But if there's a medical condition that's saying you can't work out or if you're not putting, I'm saying you're not putting forth no effort. You just say, well, I had a kid. That's why. And you're not putting forth no effort. Then I have no, Remorse for that it's, it's nothing I can say that. That's like me saying I'm making a million dollars a year And I come home and say You know what I'm tired of this I'm going back to this I'm going to work at McDonald's And what you gonna say Cause it makes me happy It makes me happy What you gonna say You used to living in You know Driving your Bentley around and stuff Now you gotta drive a, a beat up Honda You gonna leave me You ain't married me for money right mm. Or maybe you did Well that's different That's different <laughs> Or maybe That's different no. And which I don't really understand because they're talking about, well, you know, people can't control how much they weigh or can't control. Yes, you can. That's, that's a f- There's only rare cases where you just, and that's at a young age that you develop that. You, c- you control what you put in your mouth. You control, you You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying you got to, I meet you at 140 and, you know, you, now you weigh 160, 170. Okay, cool. That's, that's, we, we get up there in age. We, we right. start gaining weight. But exactly. I meet you at 140, you 240. Come Plus. on now. You be 160, 170 and still working out and still, you know, staying healthy. That's what I'm saying. Staying they active. That. They don't understand. No. They just want to feel like victims. I don't say you have to look like that. And then we said spouse. We didn't say just women. Right. And yeah, we all said the both sides. Upset. We literally said both sides. We said spouse. We didn't say women. You can't be, I can't be fat and tell my girl, oh, she got to work out or I'm leaving her. No, that's, no, that's not happening. No. Right. So y'all basically saying, well, because a lot of them were saying this, right? Because we said spouse. They leaned on that. They said, we took vows for better mm. or for worse. Okay. What do you guys have to say to those people? Still the same. What's considered worse? Worse is your health. Your health is getting worse. <laughs> your looks are getting worse. And I'm supposed to stop. <laughs> and I'm supposed to put up with that? You done added a whole new woman to this relationship. You know how you know, many 100 pounds? Literally. Is? You done added a whole new person to this relationship. Literally. And we talking about for better or for worse. No, I signed up for better or for worse with you, with the person I met. <laughs> Not the added person. You- <laughs> Not the person you ate. <laughs> wow. It's just real. Oh, I ate. I'm saying this on both sides. I'm telling you. And no, I mean, it's the men that gain most of the weight. And they, and they don't go back to the gym. And they always say, well, we stay with, we stay with the men. Why is that? Because y'all don't value yourselves. And that's what we talk about a lot on this part. You know what I'm saying? Y'all don't value yourselves. It's just like the same reason y'all stay with a dude that cheated on you 40 times. And, oh, well, we stayed. We rolled it out. No, no, no. You just stupid. And you don't value yourself. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Man get cheated on one, two, three times. We'd uh, like to get to three. Mm-hmm. But one, two times. He out the door. I don't care about none of this. But y'all just always want to, like... Find a reason. And, like, put it on us. But in reality, I don't really think it got nothing to do with us, even though that's what they always try to tie it to. I think it's more to do with y'all being scared to start over and being complacent. Yep. It's on us the first time after that. It ain't on us. And they enable, too. They if enable you, a if lot. If you let me back in the second time, it's on you. You know, he told me he loved me. He was acting different this week. He bought he bought me a bag, took me out to eat. Second different this week. <laughs> this week. Ah. Oh. But we say all that to say, man, uh, prayers out to everybody involved. Shout out to everybody that's been offended and um you know, Fuck y'all, big feelings hurt and all of that. 
Uh, shout out to all the Cynthia G's uh, mob that came in our comments mm-hmm. in our YouTube video. Welcome. <laughs> Been arguing with. Welcome. <laughs> hey, shout out to our fans for riding though. They was riding hard too. Because <laughs> those women were in there saying a bunch of unsavory things about us. You know what I'm saying? Calling us all kind of dusties and brokies and, uh, you know, just, just men. And then you also had the people that came in and was like, hey, like, why do y'all feel like it's a good thing to attack <laughs> these women? This is what's problem with our community now. We always, what? Just established that this is the second time we've been attacked about our character and what we do. I don't, I don't mind a dis- the opinions about what we say. You know what I'm saying? Hey, you got your opinion. I got mine. That's cool. That's all I'm but saying. But when you attack me personally, okay, now we have a problem. That's the difference. We can we can disagree we, all we can, day, we all day, and talk about it all day, back and forth, back and forth. But when you start throwing insults, Jeez. that's when it gets different. And 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 that's the thing, right? That I think that speaks to a bigger problem that we always speak to. Like men don't get to express ourselves. Like we don't get to feel hurt or get to feel offended or get to feel like something was too far with us, right? Like whatever said, don't matter what it is. Like they could call your 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 dead grandma a hoe, and you just supposed to accept it and not say nothing because she's a woman, mm-hmm. right? But the other way around, if I mention that you built like a stuffed glad bag, I'm a, <laughs> Wait, I'm a bad what? guy. I'm the bad guy for that. You know what I'm saying? Like if if oh, if, if I mention that you, I'm not with if it. If I mention that you wouldn't make my roster, you wouldn't make the 13 spot on my roster. Then I'm a, I'm a narcissist. <laughs> I'm a misogynist. That's the shit that I don't understand. But like, why? Why is it like that? Like, why do y'all think that they can just say whatever they want to say to us, and we just gotta take that? But if we say anything in regards to like their looks or their build, then we are just automatically wrong. Forget everything that was said before that. Why did you attack that woman like that? Why did you tell that woman she looked like a built like a Toyota Prius? Like, why did why did you do that? It's never me. <laughs> it's never me starting these things. I'm just, I'm responding. Why I gotta be the bully? Why I gotta be the bad guy? Talk to them. That's true though, because you're supposed to be bigger than that. You the man. You, you are the man. man. I'm you... supposed to be bigger than that, but you bigger than me in real life. <laughs> How is that? <laughs> you supposed to be bigger than that. <laughs> she two forty. Y'all I'm supposed to be bigger than. I'm... I'm 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 195. You 240. How I'm supposed to be bigger to, than her? We're supposed to control the situation that's, that's and educate crazy. them and talk to them, you know, in a way where we're like a child. Put right? them in they, pretty much mm. sternly. Interesting. But yeah. then, of course, and then that from when you, you go gotta, from there, you got to hold your emotions in. They want to check your credentials and they want to who are you to tell me this and that and this is never a win for us ever. Yeah, I mean, you know, but and again, just like you said, control your emotions, right? And when I say, like, I don't have no emotion at all, like, when I tell you you built, like, a Mazda 5 Series. I have not no emotion at all when I say that. Like, I'm not mad. I'm not perturbed. I'm not angry. I'm just looking at you, and this is what comes to mind. A PT Cruiser comes to mind. So why am I wrong? Oh, shit. I'm, I, like, double standards got to stop, man. It got to stop. If you can't take what I'm going to say back, shut the fuck up. That's true. Simple and plain. 
And all the detractors and all the, oh, why you got to do? Y'all shut the fuck up, too. If y'all not going to check her and only going to check me, just shut the fuck up and let it happen. How it happened? She, she adult. She grown, right? She built like adult. <laughs> she built like your auntie in church. That, that's an adult, right? And Crucis will be back to you right after these <laughs> <laughs> What the hell is going on in here? Y'all piss me off. Then you, oh, another thing. Trail AC is angry. Bunch of niggas too. This, this, this another thing that I want to touch on. Right. Bunch of broke niggas that ain't never pulled no bitches in your life. Like, shut up talking to me, my nigga. We don't, we don't shoot at the same goals. We not in the same league. Which is why when these niggas talking about this, oh, look at y'all table, look at this, that, and the third, when I respond, hey, post what you made last month, and I'll post one check from what we get on this podcast, niggas all of a sudden forgot how to tweet, went ghost, forgot what, forgot how to say shit. Oh, they call it corny. Or that. Oh, why you got to bring up money, da 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 But you bringing up the fact that we broke, allegedly. Just because I like to eat on a crawfish table. <laughs> <laughs> right, <laughs> you eating top ramen on the expensive table. I'm eating snow crab legs on. A, it's like it's, it's 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 different leagues. We are not the same, and I think that's the problem with this social media shit, right? Like people expect you to talk like everybody's on the same level. Yeah, we all that. equal. We not fucking equal. Mm-hmm. Let's get into that. Yeah, that's 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 just real. How, how social media has made it to where everybody is on an equal path and society is fair in every which way. Every which way possible And if you are up They try to bring you and, down And if somebody has A certain A certain amount of stuff You live through them Basically Oh you got that Oh yeah I got that for you You was never You wasn't even around me Well I got it for you Cause I saw you on Twitter I followed you the whole time <laughs> No All niggas be bragging On what they homie got That's not your money That's not your car That's not your place You live with your moms Right like you don't have a car Like you got Sixty nine dollars in your account, like it's 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 different. Like it's a different level. Like stop talking about that man shit like it's yours. Because the niggas that's out here getting money, they don't speak on other people' business unless they're getting paid to do it, right? Paid handsomely to do it. Outside of that, they're not speaking on other people' business. They're not jumping on niggas' podcast saying, "Oh, I I, I hate these niggas' podcasts," but I comment on it every week. I every comment week. every time a video drops. Like what kind of weirdo shit is you niggas on, bro? And a bunch of you weirdo ass women is co-signing this shit too. And not giving these niggas no ass. And that's part of the problem. <laughs> as well. Like, these niggas be saying these things like in hopes that they gonna fuck y'all. Mm-hmm. But in reality, y'all wanna fuck us. But we don't want y'all. So y'all feel the way that y'all feel. <laughs> oh, wait. We just gonna put this shit on the table. Woo! I'm tired of this shit. <sighs> I love it. I got things to say today. Just soaking we it all see. Because this just shit is just going in. too far, right? Fellas, let me help y'all out. All our detractors, all our, oh, I can't believe these niggas say that. Why these niggas got the part? You'll get the pussy easier disagreeing with these hoes than agreeing with them, fam. Let me let me give you a little bit of game. What, what, what's smooth, ain't this part of sleeves? <laughs> this sleeves 102. The dean is independent. I got to speak for my nigga because he on, he on vacation somewhere, you know, spending thousands of dollars with his feet kicked up. But, Thing is this right Y'all be thinking Pandering to these women And oh everything You say yeah Those those guys are terrible I can't believe da, 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 da. You gonna be the homie That constantly gets looked over While we Keep fucking them <laughs> To clear the air I'm not fucking anybody <laughs> I want that big purr I'm, I'm saved <laughs> Shit I don't want that Defensive tackle either But what I'm saying is Is that 
if my schedule was to ever clear up, if I was to ever be single, right, and I ever get them a, a, a follow back, because that's all most of these motherfuckers be wanting. They want to be cool. They want to be associated with you. They want to fit. You know what I'm saying? But when you don't return that energy, oh, then you, you know what I'm saying? You, ah, you think you too much. You this, that, and the right. third. So now I'm going to find a way to hate on a nigga. Right. But then if I was to respond one day, that same bitch that you trying to impress, she'll be mine if I wanted her. Mm. That's the reality of this shit. Mm, mm, mm. But, you know. Mm. Cats to be more Keep on shooting at goals that you're not going to never make. It's fucked up in life. The but doors again, of the church are now open. Yeah. <laughs> there are levels. There are levels. There's a difference. There's a big fucking difference between people. We are not equal. Don't ever mistake that. Your podcast is getting 69 lists. Like, we, we are not equal. Bunch of sassy ass niggas out here referring to us in, 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 in negative ways and dusty this, dusty that. To 39 listeners Like fam Nobody <laughs> listening to Call them niggas On a group chat Call them niggas On a group phone call The fuck is you Putting out content for Wasting editing equipment Wasting audio equipment These niggas not listening to you That's your family And your cousins And shit listening to that part <laughs> Stop talking like We the same We are not We'll never be Never would have made it about that, man. Never would have made it Without crew And anybody that got a problem with what I said Suck my dick I don't care <laughs> Deal with it Now I see Now That crew is best for me On to a lighter note guys We have an interesting <laughs> diet today Well that's a way to start a podcast <laughs> Shit man Things just gotta be said I'm, I'm tired of this bro we, we not on the same level And this shit gotta stop. Cause y'all niggas are halting Y'all life Believe in this shit while we steadily progressing, you running in place. Y- y'all halting y'all life. Y'all competing with. You can't compete with a nigga that don't know you exist, fam. Facts. Mm. Facts. That's just that's real. Trying to impress bitches that we don't even want. Don't even see. Stop it. Focus on your grind. Focus on what you doing. Focus on them thirty-seven listeners that listen to your shit. Like grow your pod. Niggas ain't making no money. That's the problem. You niggas be in the red. And that's why y'all so frustrated with this shit. Y'all doing all that recording. Niggas on episode 319 and still paying more money out than you getting in. I'd be fucking mad too. You right. Pardon me. I, now that I'm thinking about it, the more I process it, the more I'm, I'm understanding your, your point of view. Not the fucking saying. And y'all doing this for income. We don't got to do this. If I shut this shit down tomorrow, I'm still in a in this big-ass house with them two cars in the garage living my life. My lifestyle does not change. At all. There's no aspiration. Like, y'all got aspiration. Oh, one day I'll be able to, 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 to get out of this 600-square-foot apartment I'm in and stop catching fucking Uber everywhere or calling niggas for rides. That's y'all hopes with doing this shit. We do this shit just because uh, I just feel like doing it. It's different. We're not on the same level. Stop letting them niggas gas you up. Niggas that's doing just as worse or worse than you. God damn, boy. But on to a more lighter note. Recently, <laughs> I um, ain't got nothing to say to that. Ang- ang- angry A. What you, what, you what you got to say, Kitty? Big Per. I'm out. Recently, the news, man. Uh, shout out to Kevin Samuels, man. Um, our boy recently had some some uh, intriguing things to say to a guest. The guest called, and I guess he tried to troll him, and it just didn't turn out the way she thought it would. So I'm just gonna play the clip. 
Hi. I'm <clears throat> I don't know which the topic is tonight, but I just How I guess. Hmm? How old are you? Guess. Fam. <laughs> <laughs> <Damn. laughs> guess these nuts. <laughs> Y'all gonna stop playing with my nigga like that. <laughs> Y'all gonna stop playing with my nigga. He already knew it. Once she said that, I would already guess. All right. He knew what time it was. You know how that's you gonna go. A child. Like I don't I don't I don't understand why y'all be calling in, like thinking that y'all gonna outsmart this man and thinking that y'all gonna A lot of them do it just to get some publicity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's true. I mean, damn, if it just keep y'all just keep landing on your head over and over, like I don't I don't understand. And blame him. Again, blaming him when you call up there, you made the decision. You ain't like he reached out and hey, do you mind being on the show tonight? Like, no, you made an effort to reach out to him or however you did it to be on there, and then you ask crazy ass questions. Hmm. So well, he asked us how old she was. I just don't. She wanted to be difficult off the jump. How old are you? And you yes. want to play games? Yeah. Y'all gonna start realizing people will stop playing games with you. I don't play them <laughs> damn games. How old are you? Guess all right. <laughs> Right. It was nice <laughs> knowing you. <laughs> but yeah, recently it was another one too that he had, man. We just gonna play this one. And then I wanna get y'all response to it too. So, Alright, why topic? why the That's doubling good. of the weight? You know that that yeah, again, personal stuff, uh lost in myself, not caring. Um just Can you, huh? right, like straight up it was uh it, I, I stopped giving a damn. You know, I wasn't working as hard. I stopped going on runs and things like that. Um, and during that so, time, have you had sex? During what time? When I was younger? Or during the time where you know, during the time you fell off, were you having sex at any time during that time? Yeah, for sure. You know, and uh, that's the problem, guys. You continue to stick your penis in this. <laughs> that's the problem. You ain't lying. That's why they can get on the camera. And start talking about mediocre men when the big as a planet <laughs> smoking oh, cigarettes. Shit. Wow. Wow. I didn't see that. Oh, oh my God. I mean, I, I did. I mean, what am I supposed to do with this? And it's like, okay. Then you all go. I cannot honestly sit back and listen to a woman who's built like the planet Ego. Talk about mediocre men while she's smoking another motherfucking Newport. <laughs> Are you serious? He ain't lying, man. <laughs> thoughts. What are your thoughts? He's not lying. If you if if it's if it was a man that was big <laughs> and sloppy talking about that, women wouldn't want him. Not only would they wouldn't want, they would crucify, crucify a man that's bad built. Get on there talking about women is mediocre out here. These black women mediocre. I, I can't find one that's you know what I'm saying up to my standard of woman. This man four hundred twenty pounds, five six, with no job. Take five steps, be sweating. They would kill him, bro. But women can get on here and say things like this, fam. You mm-hmm. not nowhere in nobody shape. You just admit it. You just gave up on yourself, fam. You said fuck it. And he right though, Nick Boyd, because they be putting their penis in anything. And that makes them feel validated. That makes them feel wanted. 
if nobody wanted you when you were big, then you would understand. But like he said, I mean, but big women need love too. You know, somebody for everybody. <laughs> Y'all suppose? <laughs> <laughs> Left that nigga on that ledge. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't pandering old, but I understand. I don't, but but look, that's not the point <laughs> of, of this video. The point is the audacity. It, it's not her weight. Well, I mean the, the weight got a bit to do, but it's not like it's it's the audacity of it. It's like you admitted. I don't give a I didn't give a damn about myself. Mm-hmm. Yet you're critiquing the men that are approaching you. Like how does that sound? Mm. Like, re- like, really sit back and just think about that, fam. Like, I can see if you own your shit, you doing what you're supposed to be doing. You, you, you could be a big. It's plenty of pretty big women. You being big is not the issue. It's you saying, "Hey, fuck it. Mm-hmm. I don't care how I look. I don't care what where my life is going. I'm just in a funk right now. It is what it is. But I'm gonna critique the type of men that are approaching me. Mm-hmm. The audacity. That's the problem. It's like, come on, man. Like, my man ain't had to call up Planet. That was a little, <laughs> was a little What you got, KT? That was a little fun. I ain't, I ain't got nothing for it. I mean, what what I'm supposed to say? Big Purr. I can't say Big Purr. This big, time. Big Purr. She is Big Purr. <laughs> Smoking a Newport. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. That nigga, that nigga a menace, dog. He don't care what he's... <laughs> oh, man. You getting good at this. Okay, man. Moving right along. Recently, there was some VH1 drama. That's why we can't go live with people. I ain't going to lie to you. <laughs> doing the same thing? I would be doing the same thing. <laughs> we should. We should get on Instagram live. Well, so we, we can jump on after this. I ain't trying to hit it. You going to be cutting niggas off? Yep. Oh, yeah. That's going to be beautiful. Okay. On to the next story, man. Recently, uh, I'm not sure if y'all familiar with Yandy and Mendeecees. They was on Love and Hip Hop. Just a little bit, but I know I know who they are. So I don't know who they are. Okay, so this is loving hip hop, uh, hip hop wise. So reality, you know that bullshit. All these women love. Um, <clears throat> so recently, Mendeecees went to jail for uh, something in regards to drugs. He did about seven years, and uh, you know Yandy was riding for him whole time. You know, out there protesting, and, uh, like when the prison wasn't giving them the rights that they deserve, and uh, they even got it on video. She was out there protesting, got maced. And they, like, she ran out the building crying, couldn't see her eyes all over the place, like, trying to protest because they wasn't doing what they supposed to be doing for the prisoners during, uh, you know, during, I don't know if that was during COVID, but maybe, like, just just in general, they wouldn't get the rights that they deserve. So, recently they went on a show, and uh, it was a clip that was played. I'm just going to play it, and I want to get y'all a response. Andy Medici. Y'all ready? Time to get real. Any insecurities between you two? No. None? None. Prison. Is that an insecurity? Because I feel like when he was locked up, I was locked up. Well, you ain't emailed for two months. Yeah, but so I was, six that's months. because I was talking to you every day. No, you don't. No, you don't every do that. single day, three right. times a day. 
You don't even get that many minutes. I spoke to you every, every day. day. Not, not every day. Every single day. All right. Now, don't over-exaggerate, but And if listen. I didn't talk to you, it was a problem. And then it would be, you know, you don't have to do this. And for me, that felt like, don't negate what I have been doing. Don't negate me making sure you and the kids are good. Don't negate the calls I did pick up. This isn't the first time this phone call, email thing has come up, and I normally just brush it away, but now I'm frustrated. Do you understand what my life was like? I'm raising two babies. I'm running five companies. But you want to talk about emails and calls? Talk about how these bills was going to get paid. I don't have time to write emails and, and letters. Do you both hear the discrepancy in the communication? I called you, but you didn't email. It was two months. It was every night and every morning. There's a discrepancy. So to me, it's more than did you email, did you call? It's what more did you want and what more do you want now that you weren't getting for you to say, I didn't get it, and that's the way it's coming out. I was kind of holding resentment because I said the moment I step out of here, she's going to be blowing my phone up every five seconds. So for me, I started to feel like I was put on a shelf. I wasn't going nowhere, and you'll play with me when, when it's time for me to be free. I wasn't going to allow no one to treat me any different than for me being free or me being incarcerated. Treat me the same. Don't mishandle me like that. Not when I give her the opportunity. If you ever get tired and it's become too much, then, you know, you, 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 I'm, you're free. Mm. I think it would have been selfish of me to try to hold her in a relationship that she didn't want to be in. You know, you, you're free. Anything can happen. People meet people, fall in love. And, you know, I didn't want to force somebody to go through something like that with me. The fact that you always, you always said to me, you don't have to do this. That was offensive. You would say, like, you could leave. And it would be the simplest of things, like, I missed your phone call, or I didn't pick up, or I didn't email you. That made me feel like it wasn't that much of a fight for you. Like, it was easy to let me go. Nobody that's your woman wants to feel like they're easy to get over. I mean, if I could deal with my mom leaving me, and that's the trauma, I felt like I could deal with anybody leaving me. Nobody that's your woman wants to feel like they're easy to get over. I mean, if I could deal with my mom leaving me, and that's the trauma, I felt like I could deal with anybody leaving me. It would be great to be like, nah, I got you. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you say for better or for worse, and when you say, you know, if I'm sick, I go to jail, I want you to be like, nah, I got you. I ain't going nowhere. I want for better or for worse. Yeah, that's, that's what I, I mean. That's what I get. Yeah, that, I mean, that's the same thing I signed up for, right? Nobody that's your woman wants to feel like they're easy to get over. I think you had a lot of time on your hands. And I think with that time, I think that I did a damn good job. I say that to you all the time, like, if the roles were reversed, would you hold me down? If the shoes was on the other foot, you know, I don't know what I would be able to do. Hmm. And that's a problem. So, Mendici finally admitted that he doesn't know if he would have stayed if the roles were reversed. And that's so hurtful because people have said to me, you doing all this, would he do that for you? And I've always combated with, yeah, he would. We love each other. 
But to hear him sit here in my face and be like, I don't know. And listen, I'm telling you the truth. Like, that's so unfair. <laughs> Thoughts. Damn. Y'all want the truth. Hey, he told her what it was. He said, hey, if I was the roles reverse, he t- he basically said no. He wouldn't have. Yeah. I don't know why he And I don't I don't place. think you can blame that man. He don't want to be the Yo, you did what you what you felt like you would do in that situation. Don't do don't do acts based on what somebody else would do for you. That's the problem with people. They want to do stuff based on what somebody else would do for you. I'm not gonna give more than what they're gonna give me. Right. That's so you know what I'm just gonna do this. No, man, do what you feel you do. If they wouldn't do that for you, hey, that's that's their issue. That's what that's how they feel. And you take that accordingly, but don't base your actions upon what somebody else will do for you. Cause then it becomes a, a game. It becomes a, a tick for tack. Who does more? Who does this? Who does that? Now also I think it just goes to like a man's mindset about like I don't know, I guess like we we real big on ego, machismo, and we don't want nobody to feel like we need you to survive type of situation. And I can only imagine, like, I've never been locked up, but I got a lot of family that have been locked up. <laughs> and oftentimes they say, like, okay, like when you get a certain amount of time and uh, anything over, like I think it's like two years, three years, something like that, it becomes a situation where it's a matter of time before they walk away. It's not if they're going to walk away. So you don't want to be in there doing that time with your hopes up, you waiting on every phone call, because time essentially stops when you go to jail mm-hmm. for you. Mm-hmm. Yep. But for everybody else outside, everything is moving 100 miles an hour. So you feel like you're missing out on everything, and you feel like, okay, she's not answering my call. What is she doing? You feel like the world revolves around you. Mm-hmm. So as a man, it'd be machismo saying, you know what, man, just don't don't worry about me. Just leave me in here. And, and some of it is machismo, but some of it is necessity because you'll go crazy in there. If you constantly worried about what's going on on the outside, on the inside, it's a whole nother cold. It's a whole nother like life that you got to live in there, and outside serves as the, as a distraction. So I I don't know, man. I think you know in most cases, the person on the outside typically leaves that person. Now you got the rare situations like a Papoose Remy, something like that. Like he held her all the way down. That is that is unheard of territory right there. But in most cases, you know, it, it's not even realistic to ask somebody to put your life on hold for seven, eight years, ten years for me. So, I mean, I kind of get what he's saying. And then I also look at her like, again, it's like Kenny said, like, yo, what you would do for me shouldn't be based on what you think I would do for you. Mm-hmm. You should just do that for me because that's just out of the kindness of your, of your heart. Or that's just right. what you want to do. But don't but don't put it on the like man, that's crazy. And I, and I think like a lot of women do that to yeah, be honest. And they put it to where then they regret it when it don't turn out the way. Like right. you come back and you know, you get out of jail and then he cheat on you. Then you're right. like, Yeah, no, I held your ass down for you know, say, Hey, this I did right my whole time. I did in this relationship I did what I had to do. Yeah. And it is what it is. And just keep it moving. But a lot of women take that, oh, I did this, I wasted my time. No, you did exactly what you were supposed to do. Just like you at your job, you did everything you're supposed to do. They let you go, oh, well, but I still did what I was supposed to do. Right. You left on good terms. You know, and that's the problem with society now. You know, people, like I said, they they play their lives upon what somebody else would do for them. Right. And you shouldn't do it that way. Yeah, I don't know. Facts. 
Oh, oh, would you hold somebody down? Say if your, your girl went to jail for five years. I'm sorry. Your wife went to jail. Were they girls? I'm out were they, sticking were they married? Or were they? they? They got married, I think, right before mm-hmm. she went in. Or he went in, I think. So it was a situation like, okay, you about to go to jail. Let's let's go ahead and do this. Oh, yeah. I don't, he don't even want to be there anyway. Mm-hmm. Like, there's But no they've reason. been together for a long time before that, though. It's been, she said several times that he said that she don't have to be there. Right. That's you know you know how a lot of guys they'll that that be their way out like I didn't break up with you you broke up with me because right, you right, want right. to leave that's true so I feel like he keep kind of putting it on the plate like I really don't want to be here but I'm you know we we been we've been rocking with each other for a minute we got kids together I like it but mm, you know what I'm saying I don't ain't, ain't no man that really be in love don't tell you constantly that you can go pretty much at any time not not all the time like that at least as much as she was saying I don't you know of course on his side but. But see, I think it's prison talk yeah, yeah, too. Think, it got a lot to yeah, do with you know, that. you know, us men get sometimes. You know, we don't get what we want. You know, most of the time, the moment, one thing we want, you know, she ain't answering my call. What I think she's doing, she cheating. That's exactly oh, yeah. what he thought For she sure. was doing. Mm-hmm. Sure. He's like, well, you know what? I'm not gonna drive myself crazy here all night because all you're doing in jail is sitting on a damn cot all day, working out, looking at goddamn gray walls, and one TV that you don't even get to pick the channel. You know what I'm saying? And so you said that you're like, damn, she ain't answering my call. Okay, I waited all day to give her this call, and she ain't answered. Fuck, what's she doing? First thing, we go to cheating. That's just what, how it is. First, oh, she cheating. She ain't answering my phone call. Okay, now when you call, I'm have an attitude. Right. Why you ain't call? Why you, ain't, you know? And like you said, if I was on the outside, you would answer all my calls whenever I call. But now I'm on the inside. You're like, oh, I'm busy. I'm doing this. I'm doing mm-hmm. that. It's like. See, then it's a situation too. Like, man, another thing we do where I, I got to take accountability, fellas, my bad, uh, in advance. We'll say things like that because we know she's not going nowhere. So we'll say that to kind of get what we want or to mm-hmm. kind of push her into doing what we want her to do. Make her feel bad. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because one thing that makes a, I don't think nothing makes a woman feel worse than her giving maximum effort and you telling her that she don't really give a damn about you or she ain't really up. Putting the the amount of effort that you putting into the situation, mm-hmm. like they they take that like that right there cuts differently. Like mm-hmm. you can tell a woman a lot of things, but if you hit her with it, man, you know what, man, you never love me. So this is shit I was talking about because at the end of the day, when I did this for you, I did this for you. You didn't appreciate none of that. You ain't doing. You ain't never did nothing for me. It's gonna be like an insult, right? Slap in the face. Just just, just like she she just said it. Mm-hmm. So it's like a lot of times we'll use that in a manipulation. But if she really try to leave. We'll be all at a job. We'll be knocking on the door, showing up. You know what I'm saying? Like, at first, like, ego going to be, you know, all right, man, do you? I ain't tripping, whatever. Mm-hmm. But then after a couple of days, a couple of weeks of her not being there, like, for real, for real, not answering no calls, like, shutting everything off, then we get to thinking, like, wait a minute, she really? Hold on, man. What? What? And then we get in our feelings, essentially. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and then him being in prison kind of adds to all of that, just makes everything crazier. So it's I don't know, man. It's a situation where you know, it's I don't, I don't think he was right for saying it over and over again. Yeah, no, hell no, hell no, get on and hell no, Be- because he because he's still with her. So it, it's clearly a mind game that he was playing on her, or or even even if it's a way to like to like deal with what was going on in there. If you got somebody that you know really in your heart deep down is riding for you and not trying to you know finesse you or not trying to dip out the way or pull back or nothing like that. You pushing her away, it's wrong. Mm-hmm. You're right about that. Regardless of what the reason is for. Mm-hmm. You know, but damn, man. But I mean, I, I thought it was interesting, like, when she asked him that question at the end, like, would you do the same if it was me? And he kept it, G. 
I mean, I understand you being like offended for that about that, but it's like you know you can't say you want honest truth, and then when you get it, like oh, I'm I'm insulted by it. I think that's something you take a minute. And, oh, it's like oh, okay, okay, that's, mm-hmm. yeah, okay, cool. So now I know where we stand. Right. I wouldn't even ask the question. Be honest with you. Right. Because I did that of what I knew was right. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna do it and say, well, you never know. You know what I'm saying? Shit. Right. Seven years. If, if I was a man in jail for seven years, I wouldn't expect my woman to hold it down. Or I mean, if she hold it down, I wouldn't expect her to go seven years without sex. Right. 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 Or, or feel the real thing because it's like, damn. She still want to be held at night. She, you know, she still gets some of that. Pre- what Matt say? That pressure. Fresh. My actions caused me to go to jail for seven years. I can't hold you hostage right. for seven years because of what I did. And to be honest, that would be my mindset while I'm in there. And that's wrong. Because me and my old lady been together for so long. But like, fam, a long time. But if I go to court and they tell me, hey, you about to do seven to ten. In my head, I'm thinking, like, fam, like it's like her calling me and stuff. Like, it's it's pointless. This is going to be my life. Mm-hmm. For seven, seven. Seven to ten. Like, that's a long time, fam. bro. That's like seven years is more like fourteen years. 20. Yeah, and and it's like a long time in jail, right? And and it's and, and just like he said, it's like you not doing that time alone. Like when you when your girl is is like really supporting you, really holding you down like that, she doing that time with you. Mm-hmm. She miserable on the outside. She think about you every day. Y'all talking on the phone. Y'all talking about what could be happening, what should be happening, what you gonna do differently, all of that. So it's like you you essentially handcuffing her too. And you know me, just again, just the amount of love I got for like it'll be hard to like to not just detach myself. Be like, look, man, just go live your life. When I get out of here, if I get out of here, because that's another thing. Mm -hmm. If I get out of here, let's get. We'll get back right. Right. Rekindle the thing. And I got to do. And I don't want to know nothing that happened before me. Hopefully, you don't have no kid, nothing like that. I don't want to know nothing that happened. We gonna start square. Hopefully, hopefully, you know what I'm saying. But, but yeah, I mean, but just like he was saying, like you, you never know what can happen in prison, bro. Like I can go in there that they gave me seven to ten, but nah, I done good, went in there. Nigga that tried to, yeah, <laughs> some nigga that tried to take my shoes or something. I done fought him, stabbed him in the neck. They didn't gave me an extra three, extra five. But you know, you really giving them your shoes when you say, "Give me your shoes." Shh. Here you go. You want my shirt too? Yeah. <laughs> you want my pants? <laughs> I heard you got commissary. No, we got commissary. Now turn around. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> hey, nigga gonna have to kill me first, bro. For any of that. I don't know what you niggas talking about. But but that but that's the reality though. Dude. That type of shit can happen. So I mean I understand it, what he's saying, but at the same time he is wrong for you know manipulating the situation like that. For so, sure. Yeah, so I don't know. But yeah, that was that was an interesting clip, man. Shout out to everybody that been uh, sending that. And on that note, we're gonna move on to the quickest. Okay, recently on the timeline, today, matter of fact, there was a lot of discussion. I think a, a woman posted a picture of herself. And she didn't have, say, a video victionist body, right? And what I mean by that in this era, right? Like everybody out here getting these BBLs, 
they essentially looking the same. Like it's like they going to the doctor and say, "Hey, let me get number four on the wall, like the, for the BBL." Like a lot of women out here doing that. Mm -hmm. and, and shout out to them. It ain't no you do whatever, man. Do what you got to do to make yourself look good. I don't care nothing about none of that. Mm -hmm. But you know, I think so much of that is happening to where when women who not getting the surgery, they have natural bodies, post their body, they get a lot of criticism because they don't look like these <laughs> quote-unquote video victims, right? So it was a girl that posted a picture of herself or two or three pictures of herself or whatever. And, uh, you know, she didn't say nothing wrong or nothing, but I think somebody commented it and was like, like called a bad built or something like that. And she wasn't, she wasn't bad built at all, to be honest, because I, I, I looked at it. She's like she had a natural body. And, uh, you know, there was a lot of backlash for that. It was a, That caused a big thing on the timeline. So I do want to ask y'all. Um, for one, do y'all feel like women with natural bodies are still the go-to, like the top priority in this era? For me, absolutely. And, I mean, for a lot of people I know, too. And now if you maybe like in the industry, mm -hmm. if you at a certain level, yeah, probably so. But for the average person, Above average person, like natural, all the way. All the way. Kenny? Mm. Well, we say natural. I mean, like no surgery at all. That's hard to find. Mm. Most of them got their boobs done. Mm -hmm. Lips done. Ass done. Stomach done. Stomach done. Yeah. Mm. I, I mean, I just go for whatever looks good. I mean, if you got a natural body, I like that too. I'm not gonna actually if you if something on your body is fake or real. Right. I'm just not gonna do that. If I like it, I'm gonna go for it. I'm on natural. But do you think okay, general way. general consensus, do you feel like the natural body is still the top priority or do you feel like the BBL then kinda took over? In a general sense, I think natural is still a top priority. I just think BBL is just looked at heavier on because you know, it's their body's done really nice. Right. You know what I'm saying? But not a lot of people can afford the right BBL or whatever it is, you know. So I think natural body is still to go to. You know, if you can afford a BBL, you afford a BBL, but uh Yeah. Uh, I agree. I agree. I think um I think I think BBL is becoming like the go to thing because it's even got like women with natural bodies that are built amazing. Mm -hmm. Like questioning themselves when they look in the mirror. Thinking like, oh, man, I, I need to get my, you know, my breast lifted or I need to get, you know, this done or my ass kind of lifted a little bit or this kind of this little roll right here. I need I want to move that to the like it got them critiquing themselves when before this, they'll be looked at as the go like Jesus Christ. Look at her. You know what I'm saying? And, and you know, we but they looking at themselves in the mirror like I, I need to fix that, 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 and that mm -hmm. because I need to compare. I need to be comparing myself to I hate it. Uh, Bernice Burgos or. Uh, who are, I, there's Alexis so many chicks Sky. getting these Alexis Scott, so many chicks getting these surgeries. I'm, you know, I don't even know who to name in this. Yeah, I think it's going back just like when people getting their breasts done. You know, back then it was like frowned upon. Right. Oh, she got her breast done. Oh, she got her breast. Those ain't hers. Those ain't real. Now it's like, oh, girl, go get your breast done. Go right. get this done. Go get that done. Go, go get it. Oh, it only cost me ten grand. It only cost me seven grand to get my breast done. You know, it's like everything frowned upon. Now I think BBL gonna go the same way. Yeah. I don't like them because all the risks that's involved with it. Mm. One, you're going into debt, most likely. Two. They ain't paying for it. Let's be real. Two, mm. it's just. <laughs> true. You just never Very know true. what five years, 10 years, 20, 15 years down the line. Now you got some type of complication, some infection, and it's hard to reverse. Or you lose a titty 
or something all because you know what I'm saying I just I don't know I just feel like it's a lot of risks that be involved and just keep your natural self be happy with what you got so if a girl had her body done would you talk to her I talked to her would you date her depend okay would you marry her what does she have done it don't matter. She just BBL. She, she got a BBL. She got a she got her boobs done. She got a her ass done, and her stomach done, and, and, and lips. I just and, can't and imagine. She, and she just looks. She looks great. Cause you look plastic in like ten years. I mean, I I don't know. I just I don't. I like natural. I like to feel when I'm gripping natural. I don't want to feel a hard ass rock of something. No, like a titty. No, that would be no, no. All right, now I don't fake, think I can suck on a fake, titty. Not all fake booties feel like rocks. So. That's what I'm about to say. Yeah, whatever. A lot of them feel yeah, real. A lot, <laughs> a lot of them feel of like mostly just fat moved to that. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, because essentially that, that's all like a, a BBL is. Like you're taking the stomach fat and moving it to like that. Still, I like my still gonna clap. <laughs> she been. <laughs> hey, but you got some of them that don't clap. They move them up and just be. Nah, man. Yeah, I'm talking about. I'm talking about a right. I'm talking about a right. Oh yeah, yeah procedure yeah, yeah. done. True. You know what I'm talking. About, a right procedure done. That's talking about like a drill. You know, like perfect procedure like, done. What? I can confidently I say. Care. I don't care. Every about woman I've done. been with has had a natural body. Mm. Dead ass. Damn. So they didn't Dead. have no no, no fake titties. Nope. Yeah, are you sure? Positive. Wow. One hundred percent. Well, you only been with four girls in your life, anyways. <laughs> Four times, never mind. I don't I do that. Throw too. myself out there like that. And one of them day was Pamela. <laughs> you talking about yourself? <laughs> yeah, I am talking about myself. I, I am know. a safe, wholesome man. You know, that's nasty. I didn't put a menace out here in these streets. Look here, man. Me, uh, I'm married, so it don't even really matter. But hypothetically speaking, um, I don't really. Care Anyways, back that, to further <laughs> next subject. <laughs> Okay, uh, on to the next one. This is a scenario somebody sent me. Um, okay, uh, I think this is, um, I guess the woman posted. Okay, I'm going to just read it. I don't know if I'm being petty here, but I feel like I'm not. So my ex-husband remarried and has kids with his wife. She owns a business, and I find out that she makes almost a million dollars a year. My ex works and gives me $900 a month in child support for our daughter. But I don't think it's fair. I told him that it would be nice if he sent me more for my daughter. He told me that his wife and his accounts are not together. But honestly, I want to take him and his wife to court to get the max amount I can for my daughter. I work from home and my husband is in the army, but we are struggling. It would be nice to have that additional income that my daughter deserves. What do you guys think? Did you marry? Didn't we already talk about this? Uh, we talked about like, something similar. I feel like I heard this. I probably have heard this. She's married, so you married a broke nigga. I mean, y'all struggling together and you want money from your baby daddy? Wait, I don't, I don't know if she married though. Yeah, her husband, her, her, her husband now is in the army. He's in the army. Oh, so they struggling together. She wants more money. Oh, she did say that. Oh, wow. She wants more money because no. his wife. No, no you know. <laughs> no. <laughs> what the? No. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> Hell no. Sam, you ain't trying to give up nothing? She getting cussed the fuck out. If it was me, I'd stop going to work. <laughs> <laughs> she said... The, I'd stop working. You would get the bare She minimum. going after the wife money because the wife make a million dollars. That ain't the wife kids. No. I don't even know how that even holds up in court. 
Well, I I'll tell you how they married because it's like they'll say that the child's lifestyle should be the same when no. he goes from your house no. to her house. The lifestyle should not change that drastically. No. So no. if her husband is in the army making fifty some thousand, and dude and his wife making you know probably a mil- you know one point one million, I'm sure he probably make a little bit of bread too. Her ex husband. So they think that the child should be somewhere he close to that. He ain't making that much because he only paying nine hundred. So he ain't making. That oh well, much. well. <laughs> he only paying nine hundred. He ain't making that much. I guarantee that. Well, they got a million dollars a year coming into the household at least. So she, so she making nine hundred thousand. <laughs> she making nine hundred thousand, and he making seventy thousand. Hey, have it happen. So I guess that's what the argument would be. No. It's like, okay, you know, when I'm, you know, we living in a 600 square foot apartment, y'all living in a mansion, like. The wife didn't have sex with you. The man is the baby daddy. He's paying your 900 like the court agreed to. What? You going off of his income, not his and hers. Mm, mm, mm. He wasn't married when they, when y'all slept together. Well, we'd be filing taxes for the rest of my lifetime separately. <laughs> Just Dead so ass. you ain't got to give up that Dead bread. Dead ass. <laughs> if that's what we got to do. Dog. Well, that's ridiculous. Oh, I, I want full custody. I'm going to say, hey, well, she can't afford to take care of this kid. Right. Mm. Straight up. I can. Mm. Clearly. And you know what? I don't even want child support from her. I just want my kid. Mm. Mm. You know that's going to hurt her. I just don't want to pay it. And she get visitation rights whenever I when say I feel like it. <laughs> Straight up. Hey, that's messed up. I mean, it's, it's true, though. It's true, though. Because if they was in the situation slip, that's how it happened. Man wouldn't get to see his kid at all. Her, her new husband making a million. He he working at you know McDonald's or whatever. Like kid already living there. Like he he he'd never see his kid. No, nope, he would actually. She would get full. She would request full custody because they would say that he can't afford. Yep. To Damn. Yeah, it's a cold game. No. My uh, my opinion on it is she is outside of her goddamn mind, and that's just reality. Um, again, we say it on this part a lot, and I don't think that the message uh. Gets through, so I'm going to say it one more time. If you can't raise the kid in the environment that you would like and your significant other can, give up the rights. Give it up. Give it up. If it's really about the kid, right? Like, because we got to think about, like, if it's about the kid, it's about the environment that that kid will be able to thrive in the best. And y'all over there struggling. Admittedly, you just said that. You and your husband, he in the army, you know what I'm saying? Like, y'all struggling financial-wise. But clearly, her daddy or the kid daddy is living amazing, right? So it would make sense. She got her own room over there. She got a playground in the backyard over there. Like, everything's good. They, they got her in a good school, she private got a, school. She got her own room. She got a room bigger than your house. <laughs> right. <laughs> so it would make sense, right, if it's for the kid to be living over there. But... You know, it's not for the kid, and that's what the issue be. That's what my issue be with a lot of this. But mm. as far as my opinion on this, I think she's outside of her goddamn yep. mind. Facts. Um, on to the last one. This is another one that was sent to us from uh, Kenneth. Shout out to Kenneth, man. He be on Clubhouse with us a lot. Shut up. Okay, he said, I asked the girl this question from Twitter, and... uh. And it got into a real back and forth. So I thought y'all might have some fun with it. By the end of this conversation, I realized she has higher expectations for how others will treat her. And she even has the ability to treat herself. 
tried to dig deeper, but she got real defensive, shocker, uh, <laughs> about it talking about she knows her worth, which I'm in no way against, but seems ridiculous to expect something from others that you couldn't do. Anyway, love the pod. Y'all are an inspiration for my own pod and business development, along with life advice that y'all constantly dole out. So the tweet says this. Can y'all afford to take a dude on the same kind of date mm-hmm. that y'all be requesting? Men take y'all on? Mm. Y'all got, y'all got in a heated debate over that? Yeah, because essentially yeah. she probably can't afford to take it or she feel like she shouldn't be taking a man on. I shouldn't be taking a man. That the man should be courting her, I guess. Like she feel like she shouldn't be taking a man on no dates during the courting process. But nobody said that she had to take a man on a date. He just asked, can you afford that? That's it. Same meal. And like women would say, why does that matter? Yep. Okay. Now she's saying, why does that? Oh, why does that matter? You know what the argument was? I mean, we didn't, we didn't have it a million times on Twitter. It's like, why does that matter? Like you're, you're the man. You're supposed to be courting me. If you broke, just say that. Right. There you go. Or it's, or it's not they're trying to be treated like women and they quick yeah. to throw some type of insult. They men, try. Yeah. Men want to be bad bitches so bad. Yeah. No, how about we just want some people that like us? I mean, it's a reciprocity. Lauren Hill said it best. If um, I ask a girl to go out, if I, you, you know, I'm asking a girl on a date, and she start naming off places <laughs> out to blue, and I ain't even asking. Said, hey, you want to go on a date? Let's go to Mastro's. And she'd be like, nah, I want to go here to, uh, what's old boy? No boo. <laughs> no boo. <laughs> I don't want to go to Salt Bay's place. What? <laughs> No, I said, do you want to go here? Ah, nah, that's 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 not for me. Okay, cool. We ain't going there. We ain't talking. Yep. Mm. I had somebody hop in my DM and tell me I was I'm gonna take him somewhere. I'm like, damn, bitch, you hopped in my DM. You should be taking me somewhere. You so, that bold. So are y'all saying that these queens' worth is like what? No, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I'm trying to see how to don't word, try to this. word this shit. Don't say queens. Don't ah, use the word queens. Don't, say this shit in the bad don't use the word queens. Y'all trying to say that these goddesses living situations should affect the worth that they have for themselves when they look in the mirror. Is that what y'all saying? No, what I'm saying is don't request a high amount of dollar figures out of me to do something for you. And if I say no, call me broke. Because then we have a problem. But I mean, essentially, you are broke if you can't take it out. No, I'm not broke. If if I can't afford a Bentley, does that mean I'm broke? <laughs> does that mean I'm broke? Essentially. Because <laughs> broke is relative to her standards. She used you to right. niggas that can afford the you Bentley. Know what you know what? You're right. In that case, we just won't be talking. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm just being it. I'm just keeping it. She said, can you make 150? But she used to nigga to make 150 million. It don't matter that she make 30. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about the man. In the court and process, you want me? Damn, that's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. That's crazy. Hey, um, to answer the question, I think that it, it speaks to a lot of the delusion that these women have, bro. A lot of them delusional. For one, you don't look like a no boo oh. date. Let's just put that out. Okay, there. now if we're saying she don't look like one too, all right, yeah, you. Nah, but but look like. like so what you saying looks? So looks, yeah. <laughs> so you say you have to look a certain way to get in the no boo? That's correct. (laughs) 
That is exactly what I'm saying. Wow. <laughs> if your living situation. That's a looks requirement, huh? Right. But no, 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 no. No, no, The looks matter. No, no, no. Oh, I ain't, I ain't about to backpedal. Y'all know me better than that. What I'm saying is this. If you're broke, your surroundings are broke. Mm-hmm. You don't have your own nothing. You have to look a certain way. That's true. For it to make sense is what I'm saying. That's true. So yes. you're saying that her beauty doesn't matter for her getting the no boo. It's just how. Because what we're saying is so if she it, looks good, because we know a lot of women that look good, they stay in four, four, broke. four to an apartment. Mm-hmm. Right. They broke, but they look extravagantly mm-hmm. well, mm-hmm. you know, beauty, tens, nines, you know. Mm-hmm. You're saying <laughs> they can't get into Nobu. No, no. I'm, I'm saying you, that, that those women should get into Nobu. Okay. You either, but, you either okay, can afford the, it, you either can afford it with your wallet or afford it with your looks. Bingo. Oh, uh, okay. So Temple and plan. What about the ones that's built like a planet, smoke Newports? But make 150000 They could eat that. You could take yourself there. <laughs> <laughs> Have a girl's date. <laughs> yeah, sis. Me and Trash anyway, right? Wow. No, he didn't say you could take yourself there. You could take yourself there. <laughs> your body. ain't going. <laughs> your body, your choice. You can't, you can't afford two people. <laughs> <laughs> supposed to be me and you, not me, you and you. <laughs> That's real, though. That's real, but uh, you know, on a, on a serious note, though, man, I think I think people demands need to match what they can provide. It's they simple. Yes, yes, I do believe that. They simple as that. You know what I'm saying? And 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 that's with men too. Men yeah. the same way, bro. Like if if you can't really afford to take her to that fancy restaurant, yeah. stay Don't in your it. lane. Another Don't go thing. broke. Stop! Stop leading with your wallet too. Yep. Oh, oh my god. Yeah. Oh my, like. I, I don't even know where to start with that. It's y'all, just, y'all, but y'all call me crazy for take going on two hundred dollar dates, but that's what I normally do for myself. That's but the yeah. women that you take Everybody are don't deserve a two hundred dollar. You know what I'm saying? And again, that's that's your lifestyle. That's what you are accustomed to doing. Some of these niggas not accustomed oh, okay, to doing it, okay, okay. and they doing it to impress them. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That two hundred dollars, nigga. They they needed that they, for the next week. They swiping on the credit card. The credit card. Right. She's not even credit card. They got two hundred five, and they going to a two hundred dollar date. <laughs> you know, and you wonder why you ain't tipping. He ain't rude. He just can't do it. But you ain't though. It's just not enough on the card. Like, <laughs> if this bitch order one more thing, <laughs> it's over. <laughs> we gonna be watching dishes together in this motherfucker. You hear me? But yeah, so again, you know what's most important. More of this story is uh, stay in your lane. Yeah, you know what I'm saying shout out to uh, Tyler Craig. He used to say that on Comic View all the time. Uh, more of this story: stay in your lane. Don't try to go above and beyond to try to impress nobody. And ladies, you know how you look. You know what <laughs> money you make. You know what league that you should be shooting in. No, they don't. Well, then your homegirls need to stop lying to you and tell you what league that you shooting in. And if you not noble, you not shooting in the noble league. Don't be demanding noble. Your lifestyle, your circumstances don't match that. Your lifestyle circumstances is for Chili's. <laughs> Go to Chili's. <laughs> oh, some real shit, though. I think this is why women need male friends. Not saying that we make good friends, but they need male friends. They're going to hit in. Ooh. They are. But we just said, we said men and women can't be friends. But they need to. Acquaintances. They at least need to have a board, like a council board. <laughs> 
What is the? How does that work? You know what I'm break, saying? Break that what? down, fam. Like us. Like it should be like in in each woman's life, they need four guys like us. Somebody's gonna be brutally honest with you. Somebody that's so you know what I'm saying. They may tell you what you want to hear in a nice way, but still get the point across. Some you know what I'm saying. Just, I just feel like they need different perspectives and not hearing it from their friends because their right. friends be lying to them a lot. But how many how many men want to listen to? We don't a girl that they nine times out of ten want to hit. Mm. Talk about another man. That's true. And you sitting here, you sitting there cock blocking because normally that's what normally happens. You always cock blocking. That's why I don't like girls telling me what's going on with another guy because I'm be like, hey, I'm not that man. I'm True. not gonna tell you shit that you should do. That what I'm not gonna tell you what I think he's doing because mm-hmm. I, I feel like I'm cock blocking you. I'm I'm, right. I'm I'm hating on that man somehow, some way. Like, hey, man, you gonna do what you want to do? You already know the signs, but you they need. But questions. I feel like they need to hear it. Yeah, they do. But hey, hey, hey! Before we go any further, there's a clip that we need to play. I think y'all jumped ahead of where we was going. Oh, okay. So, sorry about that. Um, recently there was a clip that went viral on the timeline in regards to Steve Harvey says something that we say on this part all the time. Just gonna play it. I'm gonna get you guys' responses. The rare time. And the men. I don't have female friends. I don't. I'm I'm incapable of that. Why? <laughs> well, because you know, come on. Because you have a wife. He said, "Come on." Well, I have a wife, and I don't. I don't really have female friends because look. Okay. Okay. Let's get rid of this mess <laughs> right here. Okay, I'm gonna tell you this. Let's get rid of this right here. There, you, you're an attractive woman. There's some guy somewhere saying, "Yeah, I'm. We're friends." No, that's not true. He's your friend only because you have made it absolutely clear that nothing else is happening except this friendship we have. We remain your friends in hopes that one day there'll be a crack in the door, a chink in the armor. And trust and believe that guy that you think is just your buddy, he will slide in that crack <laughs> the moment he gets the opportunity. Because we're guys. Most men think this way? Uh, 99.9% of us think that way. Pun intended. He's going to slide in that crack. What y'all think about what that man just said? I man? think it's the truth. We've been saying it the whole time. Nigga ain't lying. <laughs> you have acquaintances. <laughs> but there is not, I don't, I don't believe in that best friend shit that, I mean, there's rare occasions that, yes, it possibly could be your best friend. Mm-hmm. But still, in that instance, I think if the situation was to happen, it would go down like that. You give that man an opportunity, he gonna do it. And it's same. It could be the same way for women. True. If the woman is less attractive than that man, knowing that man on a high standard, you know, and he just sees you like, hey, you, you know, you, you the homie. I don't want to put you down like that because I grew up with you, you know. So we cool. But the instant he might give you a little leeway, guess what she gonna do? We grew up best friends. I love this man so much. I've been wanting to tell you this the whole time. She ain't gonna turn that man down. The same way for men, they ain't gonna turn that down. It's. We didn't, we didn't get attracted to you because of your conversation. <laughs> I didn't walk over to you and say, oh, man, I like the way you talk. I just I just want to hear you talk about your life stories, and that's it. I don't find you physically attractive. I don't want to date you. I don't want to do none of that. No. You looked over there and said, damn, you got ass. Damn, you look good. And then you put him in the friend zone, and now he's just like, well, I'll be that friend. After you hit I'll, I'll be that friend. Can you be friends after you hit? You are acquaintances. That's all. You are acquaintances. That's it. In my eyes. But other people, you know, some people have best friends. Oh. What about this female friend dynamic? It's Is it bad. possible? Anything is possible. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> 
Okay, is it is it likely? <laughs> I don't know how to answer this. <laughs> he trying to he trying to he got political ties. He can't <laughs> okay. Is it likely? No. <laughs> it's not likely. Cause a lot of times, like you said, like men gonna have ulterior motives at the end of the day. Like yeah, you can we can be cool, and I'm gonna keep you. Especially when you, if you put somebody in the friends on, they're gonna keep you right there, like you said. Mm-hmm. And then the moment you slip up, have some vulnerability, you broke up with your boyfriend, last two dudes treated you trash. You see me, I'm still working hard. It looked like I'm a good dude. You know what I'm saying? Now you didn't lean on my shoulder this one day. I caught you slipping, and then you find out like he <laughs> liked the rest of them. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, they they be just waiting in the cut. Be patient. And they gonna do it, especially if they feeling you. You attractive, like I think not enough women have had enough attractive men around them, like mm. a, like a lot. Like if I think if the roles were flipped, I think women would lose their shit because women already can't control that purr, <laughs> <laughs> that big purr, not big, the purr, big that purr. big purr. So I don't, yeah. Okay, give me a give me a, give me a percentage. No way. Give me give me a percentage that a man strictly just want to be her friend. Give me a percentage. Twenty seven percent. Damn, that's, I wouldn't even put it that fucking high. I said like ten. <laughs> Is the man attractive? Is the woman attractive? Woman's attractive. Five. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's hey, that's real. Uh, for my stance, y'all know my stance is on this. I don't believe in that. I've tried it multiple times, and every time, somebody always wanted to take it too far. Just what it is. It like, seems like you get me. You understand <laughs> me. Like we connect on a different type of look. Like your vibe. Like you just have a good vibe about. It's like the energy when we're together. Shout out to all of the every uh, time. I just, you know what I mean? So, again, like, people be saying that I just be saying this out of, you know, or, like, I be coming up with it from imagination. It's experience. Experience with me. It's experience with my guys. It's experience with every situation I done seen. Like, the only way that that friend thing happens is if one of them is ugly. That's just what it is. But if you got, like, two attractive people, you got one super attractive person, somebody kind of attractive, whatever, but it's like they're attractive. If you spend enough time around somebody, somebody's going to fall. It just is what it is because friendship is like y'all are bonding on a different type of level. So them being attractive just adds to that. And so I, yeah, I don't even think looks even play. Even if the person is ugly, honestly, too. Like if y'all just get that emotional bond between each other, like mm-hmm. you know, I always want, women always want to say, "I married my best friend," right? But you calling this man your best friend, so now what I'm supposed to think, right? Mm-hmm. You trying to marry your best friend, right? The only way I think it works if the opposite party is gay. Right. And the chances go up to 60%. Because <clears throat> people like to start experiment. experimenting. <laughs> you know, they start to get to dance. They get drunk, start dancing. All of a sudden, they went from gay to dog. Dog. <laughs> Pounding you out. Pounding you out. Oh, giving you that pressure. Now it's like, wow. Yeah. So, I mean, I believe in, like, again, it's about how you define friendship, too. I think people throw that word around way too loosely. Like, how I see a friend, like, we talking every day. Or like every other day Like very very frequently mm-hmm. About deep stuff Not you know Shallow 
hey, man, we going to club. Like deep stuff, like shallow, pardon me, aspirations and dreams and, you know, things that I want to accomplish in my life and women that I've talked to and men that you done talked to. Like it's real deep, like bonding conversation. That's what a friend is. I don't feel like if you, if I feel like most people are not that. Most people are just cool. Mm-hmm. Like when we around each other, we see each other. Hey, what's up? Hug. I stand the third. You may chop it up once every month, you know, once every other month, something like, or whenever every blue moon, y'all chop it up. You see them out. It's love. How you doing? Boom. Hey, buy him a drink. Keep it pushing. But that's not friendship to me. That's we cool. We are acquaintances. It's like you said. But, you know, again, man, if you put two people, especially attractive people, in the same space, communicating at a high frequency, somebody's going to fall. Now, what happens after the fall doesn't really matter because the intent there. So once the intent is there, it's no longer friendship. It's a waiting game. And I've said it a million times, men have marine sniper patience when it comes to waiting on that opportunity. He'll, he'll talk you through six relationships, but you want to know how much of a friend that he's not. Hit him up about 12, 15 I'm one night. 20. And say, hey, you know, I always was, oh, I, you know, I feel a little weird about this, you know, but I just always wonder how it would be. And I'm just, I ain't had nothing in a while. Could you come over and da, da, da. I guarantee you 99.6% of guys is pulling up and drumming you down. That's just how it's going to go. So as long as that's a possibility, y'all are not friends. Y'all are cool. Y'all are acquaintances. Let's call it what it is. I guess I'm guessing I do that. If y'all listen right now, try it out. Man, motherfuckers know better. Try bro. it out. They know better. They ain't going to do it. They ain't going to do it. But, uh, yeah, shout out to Steve Harvey, man. That boy ain't say no wrong. Um, on that note, man, we're going to get into the advice column. All right. Uh, this is from Ali, Patreon member. All right, bro, say, what's up, crew? No anonymous shit. It's Ali. Say, I got a situation and a couple questions. Uh, but first, it was cool to meet y'all in Dallas. The vibe y'all boys gave off was genuine. And just that real nigga energy. And it felt like we was at a barbecue talking to my older cousins. Mine is AC because he was late. The bro had to work. (laughs) (laughs) Say what y'all told me. uh, Yeah, from what y'all told me. So you good, B. Here's the situation. Since I'm back on my single shit, I started working out and getting back in shape. So exercise is a big part of my life again. But also, I started dating to keep my combo skills with women sharp. So they don't dull while I'm on uh, the grind and got a couple I'm talking to. Took one out on a date last week. She was open to anything, so I took her ass to a park to pick her brain. We walked, talked, laughed, and got to know one another better than phone combos and texts. But at the end, she had this look of confusion on her face when we got back to our cars. <laughs> so I asked what's wrong, and she replied, this date was weird to me because it was free. I asked, what you mean? And her exact words was, because no money was spent. Uh, he said, I looked her dead in the face and politely asked for my two hours back. She said, huh? What? Wait, 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 wait. Wait, how, how did he go from <laughs> Ali? He jumped the gun. Wait, go, all right, keep going. Wait, wait, wait. Going. no, no, no. Okay, let me let me let me reread it. So basically, uh the girl says this date was weird to me because it was free. Mm-hmm. Ali asked her, What do you mean? And her exact words were quote unquote, because no money was spent. Mm-hmm. It was weird. Mm-hmm. So he paused. And then he looked her dead in the face and politely asked her for his two hours back. Why did he do that? Keep going, keep going. She said, huh? 
I asked again for my time back. And she said, you can't get that back. It's time. I stopped and said, exactly. And time is more important than money because I can send you a Venmo message and you can give me back $35. But my time is priceless. Money wasn't spent, but my time was. I could have did other things, but I chose to go on this date. Mm -hmm. And she sat there dumbfounded, as I explained. My question is, do y'all think that a date can only be thoughtful or considered valuable if money is being spent? And do you think if women held sex as high on the same level as a man's time, do you think they second guess wasting a man's time? Because on the flip side, once they give up the pudussy, Kenny voice, and uh, you ghost them, they sort of feel how we feel when a girl wasted a couple weeks or months of our time and money and still not even get to smell the cooch. And one last thing, I heard Kevin Samuel say this on his last episode. I want y'all to touch on... Uh, he said, women nowadays got to love a man to be willing to do what you should already know. And he was talking about wifely duties and how most men come to the table. Husband ready. While these new age modern women want a hot girl summit, putting up hella miles on their body and throughout their 20s. And at the end of their peak uh, of beauty, they stuck with high mileage and one to two kids and think they can Thanos snap that away and be wife material after they meet a man and wonder why. Uh, why they can get it? Why they can't can't get them and can't keep them? Because you have no other valuable qualities besides, because Generation X women told y'all to be independent, and you don't need a man. It didn't teach you anything about being a wife. Y'all boys stay dangerous out there. God damn, Ali! You asked sixteen questions. <laughs> <in one time. laughs> Break this shit damn, up, man. bro. One question at a okay. time, bro. The first one, I think so, you jumped. I think I think he, he jumped the gun on that shit hard. I think yeah. you. I think it was just a means of you to actually uh, expand your game at that right, point. Right, right. Because she I, was, it seemed like she was just giving it like a compliment at yeah, like, originally. Yeah, damn, I, you, that's your point to say, hey, did you enjoy yourself? Right. If we didn't spend your money, did you enjoy yourself? Mm-hmm. Yeah, not, well, give me <laughs> give me my can two you, hours can back. Can you give me my two hours back? Ali, come on, man. Man, so he got a little frustrated. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I get what I, he was get, trying I, to say. I get what he could let, he could let into that later on, you know yeah. what I'm saying? He can just... <laughs> give me, give me my two hours back. That's yeah, that's why she said, "Huh?" He said, "I looked like, dead in the eyes. Can I get my two hours?" Back? <laughs> yeah, like, no, man, you don't leave with that. Say, well, did you enjoy your time? Did you did you enjoy your time? Right. We, we should do this again. See that you had a good time with me without me having to spend money. Right. We actually enjoyed each other's company. Not mm-hmm. so now you know you do what I can things. spend on you. Yeah. Right. So he, he asked, like, do y'all feel like the value of the day should be determined by the money spent on it? No, no not no, at all. Never that. Never uh, that. That's why I say when I go on my dates, I don't I don't look at the money. Whenever I do go on a date, I already have it planned to something that I, I know I'm gonna enjoy. Hmm. I'm relaxed, I'm comfortable in that environment. Right. right. You know what I'm saying you always should go on a date where you're you're comfortable, you know that environment, you know how things move around there, you know the surrounding areas. You know what I'm saying? Because you don't want to go on a date to a certain place that you've never been. Cause not one that you're nervous about talking to this new girl you never met or you just met the first time. Second, you got to look around your surrounding areas like all oh, men do and wonder around if somebody can come behind you or something. True. Mm-hmm. Third, you don't know what's around in the area. If y'all want to meet, go to another bar somewhere. Now you got to look on Google Maps and you know find out. Hey, let's go here instead of going to an, an area where you know what's going on. You know what you can do. Um. Yeah. Um. I think that was just a weird conversation to end the date on in general. I think it's just like what, like, like, but it it does say a lot about her though, for you to even bring up the fact that a date is weird just because money is not being spent. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just 
Like, say, fans, even if you did spend money, like, even if y'all want to go get coffee or something like that, you only spending really $10, $12, something like that. rest of it is conversation. But I think a lot of these women in this era, they they not really used to, for, for one, they don't really have a lot of conversation. That's another thing for another day. Mm-hmm. But um, they they really, like, just expect for the first date to just be above and beyond. Mm-hmm. $200, steaks, the macaronis, the, the, all that, lobster mac, all that good shit, like, just right out the gate. And when a guy doesn't do that, it's like, wait, what? I think that it might be our fault. It might be a lot of men's fault. True. Mm-hmm. Like, like Otis said earlier, we like, we like to uh, lead with our wallets and not. True. With conversation and, you know, just enjoying people's time. Yeah, but if, if you remember on, on Twitter, right, they was having a conversation about that. They were saying, like, how do y'all feel about coffee dates? So how do y'all feel about, like, a date as far as, like, going to, uh, say, you and Cali. Let's go jog up Runyon Canyon or That's, something like that. That made my comfort zone. That's... And, and like all the dudes was like, oh, cool, hell yeah. But then they had, they had a lot of women that was like, oh, yeah, that'd be cool. But they had a lot of women that was like, oh, hell no, nah, y'all cheap. Y'all trying to go out cheap. Y'all trying first, to. First of all, they small minded because who's to say that you can't do that first and then go do something after that? Right. Like if the conversation dope, then I'm really going to open my wallet. Like, oh, shit, this person's super dope. Let's do this. Let's do that. Like mm-hmm. now we done been gone from 1, 8, 1 p.m. to 4, 4 a.m. You True. know what I'm saying? We've been gone all day. Like, that's how shit start, but like, how can I? We we maybe had a couple conversations, some like, and all of a sudden I'm supposed to take you to some steak forty eight, some maestros, no boo, shit like that. Spend two three hundred dollars, and I barely even know you, right? Like, please tell me how that makes sense. This is a, I mean, like this, it's like a transaction. What am I getting from this? Is your time really worth that much? Because my 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 time is worth it too. So what am I getting out of that? He's saying your time ain't worth. That yeah, queen's basically what they, basically what they saying. And they say that a lot of you know, for one, men don't factor in uh, how much money it costs for that queen to get ready for that date. That's not my fault. She done spent you know that's your fault. Hundred five hundred dollars on her hair. Mm-hmm. She done spent hundred something mm-hmm. on nails. Mm-hmm. Outfit costs you know whatever. Shoes. Living you living beyond your means. Getting like, that face beat costs you know what I mean. That's my fault. So she need to be compensated for every all the effort that she done put in on the date. Me too. I didn't got this fade. I didn't got I got the clothes too. I had to wash the whip. I didn't have to gas it up. I didn't have to pick you up from cross town or go out of town. How are we doing this? Mm. I had to look at your face all night. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm tired of that. I had to look at that eyebrow that wouldn't arch like it should have been. Don't <laughs> looking like the rock. You got everything oh, except for those goddamn eyelashes. <laughs> Big ass, the big ass motherfuckers. <laughs> hey, y'all try to get canceled for real. <laughs> no, but no, but man, no, man. Like, honest, the the best dates I've had has been. I mean, outside of me being in, in relationships, the best dates I've had has been to the park or hiking or coffee or whatever. Like those people, we can, you can talk to all day because those people actually have a conversation and you can actually pick their brain and find out what they're interested in. Like these other people, it's just for show. And the the conversation is surface level all the time, and then it's like uh, I'm ready to go. Right, check. Like, is we fucking after this or not? Because I ain't gonna see you again. <laughs> so, is we fucking after straight this up? Or not? You know, obviously, no, we're not going anywhere with this. Uh, Sometimes you just take the hell. Yeah. <laughs> I took this one chick. We went. We went and got a massage one day, and I had some massages built up. So I took her, let her get a massage. We went out to eat. We went something like, I think we went to torches or some shit, grab something like, got some drinks. We were supposed to do something else. But the conversation was so weak, bro. I was like, 
Man, I'm about to go come to the crib. Me and my brother's about to do the. So I thought you said we was going. Yeah, I know, but you know, something came up. I had to cut it off because it was just like wasn't vibing. No, nah, because I mean, I mean, I'm asking a question like about what she do, and she couldn't even explain it, or she'd be like, "Give me one word answers." And I'm like, "All right, this." You, know, you, you was the one trying to. Hold I'm the tired of forcing shit. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm tired of forcing shit. I'm, let's wrap this shit up. Which is what I was talking about. About a lot of these women conversations don't be as dope as they think it be. Like they always tell my dude, sending them what you doing text all the time. Yeah, true, but if you respond nothing, chilling, like what like what is that man supposed to go off on? Like a conversation is a is, is a two way thing. You tell me something you working on or whatever, and okay, now I can ask you a question based on what you're working on. And you can ask me the question. I answer it now. You got some material to go off of. You got I got some material, you got some material. It's like a goddamn tennis match. But if I'm asking you questions or I'm asking you in depth shit and you're giving me one word responses, where do you expect me to go from there? A lot of women don't factor that shit in. So, like, even dates aside, like, when you just messaging a chick or y'all tweeting each other or texting each other, that'd be the type of shit that be happening. You expect that man to just be a goddamn poet. You know, <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's it's only the men that they don't like. That's what it is. The men that they unsure of, mm-hmm. those are the men that kind of got to impress them. Because I didn't see some women talking about, we can go on a taco date. We can go taco hop. Right. At food trucks And they would enjoy Shit like that But then You got other women That you gotta take them Certain place And you gotta spend A certain amount True Or they ain't giving you The time of day So shit Well shit Well maybe I'm playing The wrong league How about that <laughs> That's why I say All the time I say women got Two sets of rules They gotta set the rules For the guy that they Really like And they gotta set the rules For everybody else You know It's just unfortunate uh, Most of y'all niggas Is the guys that They don't really like Like that but on to the next uh, question, man. This is from Kevin Newman, Patreon member. Yeah. All right, bro. Say, uh, have any of y'all had a MILF experience? And if so, share. For some context on uh, why I asked, there's this bad 53-year-old that is already currently aware of me getting out of my marriage. She expressed her interest, and I did mine also. But, of course, I'm hesitant to make that move due to what I got going on personally. This is only a hidden situation, of course, but still. What is y'all experience and thoughts on being with someone older? Every week I listen to the show, a new question generates. <laughs> Shout out to Kevin. <laughs> being with or just smashing someone? He said just smashing. Well, then what the hell? That's what, the what goal. You want me to tell you? They're going to treat you right. They're going to roll out the red carpet when you come over. You mm. better be prepared to get your motherfucking hips broke. <laughs> Listen, said he come with that big purr. Listen, that, that thing purring. Listen, <laughs> listen, that was it purring. That what? thing boiling. That thing experience. What you know? I, I have leftover. Like you make gumbo. Ooh. It tastes good the first day, but you put it in the fridge and you take it out later. <laughs> and what? that season in the soap to that. Them sauce just melt. <laughs> Ooh. Hey, I'm telling you. Oh man, listen. Oh, it's like that. Yeah, it's like yeah. That. You be with nah. If you just want to hit shit. Do what you want to do. More times than not, when they that age, they want the same thing you yeah, want. Yeah, I don't want little nigga. I don't want that dick. <laughs> you you got it for me or not? No, they they, they straight. <laughs> you got it for me or not? I ain't real. about to play no games with you. You know what I want to do. Know what this is? I love that. They be so straightforward. I want to fuck you. Drop them draws. <laughs> I told I you I get a look. <laughs> That's exactly how it happened. I told you I can look crazy. That's exactly how it happened. Hey, shout out to my boy Kevin. Hey, uh, go ahead on thrash that big dog, and then write us back and let us know how it was. 
Uh, make on, sure she make a to-go plate for you, too. Facts. Uh, on to the next one, man. You uh, say, what's up, crew? My name is Nim. No anonymous shit. Patreon what member. Up, what up, what up? All right, bro, say so I love the part. I started listening to y'all a couple months ago, and shout out to y'all, uh, putting a lot of young black men like myself on game. So I'm 21. I'm in school at the moment as a healthcare administration major, about to graduate. And I know how much money that area of work brings in, and I'm starting to realize the importance of a good relationship in the corporate world. See, I know a majority uh, of high corporate positions in my major career won't hire a person, especially a black man, if they are not in a committed marriage, because they see it as a person who isn't, quote unquote, put together. I'm on my sleazeball shit right now, and I'm starting to put that aside because I'm seeing a bigger picture for my future. He said, I know the money uh, that I'll be bringing in is ridiculous. Uh, damn, I got lost. Hold on. And I don't want to get a woman who is only with me because of my money and what I have. It just seems fake to me. Also, I'm trying to find a woman now, but these girls are not serious about life and only worried about being seen to the public and hot girls summer every day, even during the winter. <laughs> he said, uh, what are some qualities a serious woman has that I should look for? And should I get a woman now and build with her or wait until I finish school and get a woman then? Also, many black people starting a business. Uh, their main issue is getting a hold of capital. What are some ways I can gain capital for my business? Some good questions. Okay, so the first one, uh, what are some qualities a serious woman has that I should look for? And uh, should I get with her now or should I graduate, get into the job field and then get her? Uh. <clears throat> I think uh, what our qualities are won't match what your qualities are going to be. So I don't, I don't think I don't think you should judge what ours are going to be based upon what you should be looking for, because you as you as a man should will already know what you like and what you don't like in a woman. Fact, and that's something you build upon as you go through the years of life. You're only 21. You haven't you haven't experienced enough women to know what you like and what you don't like. You don't even know what you like yourself. Mm-hmm. You don't even know what you are yourself to really know what you like in a woman. So I would say for your career wise, you know, still hang on to your career, still go with your career. Uh, my bad. Uh, mingle with people, start to get a uh, build bridges with people of all races, you know, go to study halls and maybe start tutoring people, you know, just trying to get around with everybody in that career field, go to, you know, getting clubs and stuff like that for healthcare. Like, that's the way you actually build a bond and get into that corporate world. Because a lot of these students, a lot of these people have uh, friends, family, moms, dads, aunts, uncles that already own corporations. Fact. And that's how a lot of people, a lot of brothers, brothers that's how a lot of them get in the door, honestly. Because, oh boy, was friends with, what you call them? Uh, what's that white boy name? Hunter. Oh, he was friends. He was friends with Hunter. Hunter was like, "Hey, I got this black friend that I know. Mm-hmm, you yeah. know, your dad. I know this company is supposed to have you know ten percent black or you know minority. Mm-hmm. I know this guy right here. Okay, cool. Bring him in, son. That's how a lot of that shit happens. Really, so who you know, your references, right, all the time. Yeah. And and that's that's how I say how you go about your career. Don't worry about you know being married and being you know with a woman. Like you're only twenty one, man, and you still got to finish school. You're not done yet. And then that's when the real Hustle starts. Facts. Plus, um, man, that being married thing, bro, you could you could just lie about that, to be honest. But I, I mean, to be, I don't think it plays that big of a role. Like, I can I can give you my story. Like when I was in college, um, a lot of people were saying, "Oh, man, you need to uh, be a part of this organization, or you need to get your internship." Man, that's the only way you're gonna be able to get a good job. This ten and third. You know what I found out? I found out that what you need to do is you need to research the companies that you want to work for. 
Like realistically, don't you jump out here and say Google, Apple, don't realistically. Like the companies that, that you want to work for, that's local, that you feel like is like a reasonable thing. And what you can do is you can apply for those companies, maybe not in the position that you're going to work for them, but just apply at a position mm-hmm. that's similar or close to, right? So for instance, me, I'm a, I was an accountant major. Um, but my first uh, corporate job that I got, um, I was working HR there. And I was doing that for like three years. I got in there my sophomore year. I did it all the way up until I graduated, right? But as I'm working at HR, I'm meeting everybody that do the hiring. You know what I'm saying? And I'm building relationships with these people. And they're saying that, oh, I'm a, I'm a hard worker. I'm this, I'm that. You know what I'm saying? So when I graduated, it was nothing for me to get on there. Because, I, okay, I know the dude, I know three, four, five people that do the hiring. So I damn near didn't even have to apply. I can just email them, hey, bro, I'm, a, you know what I'm, saying? I'm getting ready to graduate tomorrow. Getting ready to start shipping these, da, da, da. hey, I'm going to shoot you my resume, you know, uh, hold me down, that type of thing. But that's because you done built that relationship up. And even if you're not in HR, say you might have got on, you know what I'm saying, like in whatever department. But you done built up such a, you know, um, I don't know, I guess like a, 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 a tenure or like something that they can go on in regards to hiring you, right? So when you go to submit that that application and you put a dude name from the department that you was in, he already at the company, First thing they're going to do is call him. Hey, bro, what, what's the what's the story on Anthony? And he's going to be like, hey, hey, solid worker, showed up every day, did his job, da, 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 da. So that's, you automatically a shoe up ahead of everybody else that's applying. So that's the advice that I would give you. Um, one, that marriage shit is not that important. Um, two, just get into the company any way you possibly can while you're in school. And then by the time you graduate, you're going to be able to build up enough tenure, enough experience that that's going to be able to hold you down. And if not, you still got three years of experience that you can kind of finesse the resume and say, hey, you know, even if you wasn't working at the specific, you know, job that you was on, a lot of times, even if you're working in another department, y'all doing similar things and you'll be able to tie your resume as if you was working the exact job that you're trying to be working. So that would be the advice I give. I would say just take your time. You know what I'm saying? You single, stay single, get your game up, work on it. You know what I'm saying? You need to date, you need to learn women. Because every woman is different, literally every single one. Mm-hmm. You got to learn what triggers them, what makes them cry, what makes them happy, like outside of food. I mean, everything else, you really got to, you know what I'm saying, take your time with, with your woman and learn learning women, you know what I'm saying, because you're going to have to approach every single one differently. So when you start mastering that and just learning off the cuff, just regular conversation and just energy and how you approach them and things like that, it's going to make things easier. And also um, – as far as your career, I'll just just keep doing what you're doing, man. Finish school, um, you know, get that job that you want if you can go for it. But I, I would definitely still take your time with that too, because you got plenty of time, bro. Like, I know you want to get married, you want to settle down. The streets ain't safe. It's not ain't nothing really good out mm-hmm. there. But you do want to have your foundation ready, so when you do meet that person, y'all could just, you know, what I'm saying she just add to you, and then the takeoff gonna be easy. You don't want to have to drag nobody. While you already working towards something. So, like my nigga Larry June say, focus on the chicken. Well said. I'm on to the next one. Uh, I have a question for the panel. No need to be anonymous. My name is John from Chicago. Patreon member. It's good. It's good. I say, my question is, why do we as a society, the black community in particular, advise women to pursue their career over pursuing a family, even though we have precautionary tales of men who die on their deathbeds lonely? and regretting that they prioritize career over family. Many people laugh at Kevin Samuels. Uh, shout out to him for saying, buy 
uh, buy a dog, die alone. But based on data, this is an unfortunate reality. Many older women are living now and a future for many women. Hmm. So the question is, why do we as a society, especially in the black community, advise women to pursue their career over pursuing a family, even though we know that more than likely they're going to die alone because they don't have time to build a family when you're working that much? Damn, that's a hell of a question. Bro. I don't think it's necessarily <clears throat> pursue, you know what I'm saying, your career and your degree or whatever over family. They just emphasize that more because – we came from so much, you know what I'm saying, from not being educated at all, from not them, you know what I'm saying, we getting beaten, killed for just reading, learn, knowing how to read, shit like that. So, you know, education and learning is definitely of the, you know, on the front burner, especially for women. So, because, you know, again, we got, you know what I'm saying, you got situations where niggas ain't shit, and women got to learn how to survive on their own. So, I think that's why the pressure, you know what I'm saying, and then in the middle of that, I mean, because I've dated women while we was in school and shit like that, and that was their focus. That's just what it was. I'm trying to have a balance. I'm doing school. I'm trying to court you. I'm trying to hang with my boys and stuff, too. With them, it's like, it's school. Like, I'm going to finish this. Like, I'll, yeah, we can, me and you can talk later. So it's, it's good, but then it's bad because they lack relationship experience because they've been doing what they want to do for so long. So then by the time you get into a relationship, you don't know how to be in a relationship. And which is also why, you know, w- women need to start talking and entertaining several dudes at one time. Because like we just said to, uh, what's the name, Kev or whoever, like you, you got to have experience with people. You have to. Feelings, no feelings, just conversation and just interaction with people. You need that experience in general. And if all you're doing is in your books and then you go into the real world, like, you're going to be lost because you're, you're focused only on one thing the whole time. When we, You'll have money in your pocket, but in your relationships won't be successful because you don't know how to operate with people. Hmm. So I, I just think a balance needs to come into place. Not saying that, like I said, I don't think, this, I don't think it's, there's no saying you can't be in a relationship or things like that, but it's just of the importance right now, like get your money. That's, and that's what it's about right now for yourself. Don't depend on no man. Hmm. Kenny T, why do you feel like we put so much pressure on black women to go out there and pursue their career, knowing what the downfalls of that might be? Uh, well, I think I think it's a brighter side than chasing the family, to be honest with you. Mm. Women out here chasing a family, they chasing a man. They chasing a man that doesn't know what the hell he wants, so they're going to chase mm-hmm. a man, sleep with this man, and get pregnant by this man, and now, guess what? She become a single mother. Mm-hmm. With no means to take care of that kid. Yep. That man probably ain't going to take care of that kid anyway. I mean, to be honest here. True. So I'd rather her chase her career. Mm-hmm. And then later on down the line, pursue, you know, a relationship. No, I mean, I hate this thing about people dying alone because they don't have somebody. They never was married or never uh, didn't die being in a relationship with somebody for 20 or 30 years. Uh, do y'all understand that not a lot of relationships last for 20 or 30 years? People don't die alone because they don't have somebody they never loved. You've always loved somebody. You just didn't marry them. Mm. That don't mean you died alone. Like I, I, that's where that's where my mind is stuck at. Like people think everybody has to be in a relationship. Like you don't have to. Some people are not married, married, made to be in a relationship with one person for the rest of their life. True. They're just not. They're made to you know. Hey, I'm I'm here. I'm I'm having a good time with you, and then we burn out. Hey, I'm going on to the next one. 
hey, I'm here with you. I'm burned out. I'm going on to the next one. I don't know a lot of people in that in my life that I know that's died and they were with somebody for more than 30 years, except for my parents who were married for 31 years. Well, 30 years is going to be 31 years this year. My grandparents. Other than that, I don't know nobody else. But everybody says you need to, you know, find somebody because you don't want to die alone. All through the years, everybody's died alone, obviously. Is this a figment of your imagination that people are meant to be with one person for the rest of your life? And not a lot of people are meant to be like that. It's a fact. Here's a here's a here's a question. Because you are in this situation. Like you like your trajectory, right, would be the one that they would say is how you're supposed to do it. But you're single right now. Mm-hmm. So um if I were to act like on a scale of one to ten, how important is it for you to find a wife to finish out the rest of your life with? Well, I was married before, so that kind of might throw my perspective off because mm-hmm. I've had the experience of being married. Right. You know, and living with somebody and doing, you know, and it didn't work out. But uh, the importance right now is it's not high. It's like if we had a grade on a scale between or a, a percentage scale from one to 100, I would say probably 30, mm. 30 percent. Right now in the lifestyle that uh, me right now is, is probably 30 percent because I don't. I feel like a lot of people get tired of people like <laughs> we honestly do. Like the, the more I talk to people that, you know, that are married, that aren't married, that are in relationships, that aren't in relationships, people get tired of each other and they just stay there because of certain situations. True. And they just mentally burn themselves out or are just, you know, emotionally just not happy, but they still do it just because society says they says should. They should. Mm-hmm. And I'm just I'm just not wired that way. Now, the moment I find somebody that, hey, this is what I want. This is, I, you know, I'm, I know I won't get burned out from this. Yeah. But I don't, I see as, as a 30% chance that that's likely to happen. Mm. Oh, you also in that situation. No kids. You know what I'm saying? Ten, Income ten coming percent. in. All of that. 10% right now. So you finding a woman to finish the rest of your life out with, the importance of it on a scale of one to 10 is one? Essentially what you're saying? Right now. Today. Damn. Is one for real? Why is that? That's good shit. Cause I, cause I feel like I've had to start over like completely. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So because of that, like I need to get build myself back up. You know what I'm saying? Get my foundation back right mm-hmm. in order to carry and shoulder family. You know what I'm saying? Cause you got to weather the storms. You know what I'm saying? So that's why it's the least important <laughs> to me right now. But <sighs> do I want to? Absolutely. Eventually, you know, you find that right person. You know what I'm saying? I mean, people get lonely. Don't it's not, don't get right. me wrong. I get lonely sometimes, but I also know people that's lonely and they're in a relationship. Lonely, lonely. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's the truth. Say that one more that's time. That's the truth. Say There's the people that I know people that's in a relationship and they're still lonely. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. I'd rather be able to say, hey, you know what? I'm lonely. I'm lonely because I want to say, hey, I'm lonely and you're right here beside me and I'm still lonely. What right. the fuck am I doing? Here? Right. Mm-hmm. I'm trapped. You are. That's a bar. <laughs> For real, for that real. is a boy. Yeah, that's that, so, that's okay. real. But I mean, somebody you know, give me a better explanation and maybe change my mind. And but as of right now, it's thirty percent. One out of ten, three. Mm. I'd rather do yeah, nothing at the crib by myself. I have to worry about you. Yeah, and um, like, it come with emotions and shit too. You know what I'm saying? Like when they sad, you got to be sad, or you kind of your shit down. Your freedom, like you got to cater to them, <laughs> right? <laughs> If they having a bad day, you can't say a lot say, of sacrifices ah. come with it. Yeah. And there's a lot of pro- positive. There's positive. A lot of positive. True. True. 
I but it's not a shit that I can't that name I that gotta, many, but <laughs> <laughs> that we gotta, you know what I'm saying? If she having a bad day, you can't be like, hey, I'm going out with the fellas. You know what I'm saying? Well, you and the fellas had that planned all week, but she having a bad day today, mm. even though she knew about it. She come, nah, I gotta stay. My bad, fellas. I can't do it today. And we gotta, you know, we gotta understand that because you can't right. just leave the fucking house when you want to. Excuse my language. You know what I'm saying? If I just say, you know what, hey, babe, I'm going out here with the fellas, she won't say, okay. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I, I can't. I can't. You don't take me out. That might be why I'm single. Uh, and that's what. I, that might be why I'm single. And people can change my mind if somebody gives me a better explanation. I'll gladly hear. Y'all heard it in the comments. <laughs> um, to to answer the question, why do we put pressure on women to go get their degrees more so than focusing on the family? Um, for one, because it's a situation right to where, like, women wasn't always able to go out here and accomplish. What they're accomplishing now, right? So it's the same situation with like black folks. So now we got freedom. Now we got the ability to go out here and become millionaires. So we want to make create as many millionaires as we possibly can, right? We want to get as far away from that poverty as we possibly can. I think it's the same thing with women. Women uh, haven't always been able to bring in their own income at a high level. They hadn't always been able to go out there and get educated and all of that. So it's like now that we done cracked the door, we busting through this motherfucker. So I mean I don't I don't really blame them for that. Also, there's the idea of a lot of their grandparents and a lot of the older folks when you talk to them about their marriage, like when you have a real conversation with them. And oftentimes this is you know after you got them a little look it up or drunk or whatever. Ain't that ain't that that video out there too of that one old lady telling us why she's still married, why she married, stayed with her? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. she was like, I don't know. Right, right. But 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 again, if you like, this is supposed to be the dream. Right, these older people that I'm talking about, been together 40 years, 50 years, this, that, and the third. But if you really sit them down and be like, hey, if you could go back and do, you know, live your life a bit differently, would you? Like, it, you know, as far as chasing your dreams, this, that, and the third. And if you ask them more times than not, they'll say, yeah, I would. No, don't get me wrong. Like, I, I love my family. I love my kids. You know, I love, you know, the, the, the role that I played in their life. But I had dreams, too. I wanted to be a dancer. I wanted to be an artist. I wanted to be, you know, uh, whatever. I, I wanted to be big in the corporate world or whatever. I was, you know, I was making straight A's in school and I was majoring in accounting and all of that. And I got out and, you know, my husband's working all this time. I got to take care of the kids. So I had to put my career on hold. Mm-hmm. And there is a lot of regret in regards to that, even though it's wrapped in this pretty bow of 40, 50 years together married. And that, and that's beautiful. Don't get me wrong. But that's, that's a hard place to get to. But there's regret in that. That they didn't chase their dreams. So I think a lot of women in this era are not making that mistake. They said, I'm going after what I want to go after. And mm-hmm. if the relationship come, mm-hmm. beautiful. Mm-hmm. But if not, this is what I want to do. At least I can die saying that I don't have no regrets in as far as me chasing what I want. Yeah. So I think that that plays a major role in it. And I think one other small angle is the fact that men, you know, we could find labor work, you know what I'm saying, and make good money from it. He mm-hmm. can do plumbing Roofing, cut grass, just any type of mechanical, being some type of machinery, crane operator, you know what I'm saying? So there's so many other things that men can do when you can just get a, either a quick cert or nothing at all. Mm-hmm. And you making, you know what I'm saying, a, a decent amount of money to support a family. True. So I think that that kind of plays a part, too, because if, if that weren't the case, I think more men would be, you know, definitely pursuing that. But, you know, again, it's like we were talking about, you know, on Clubhouse at 18 years old. Kind of got something to do with it But 18 years old You know women get pursued By men of all ages At 18 years old We broke So we trying to find out How to make our money How to find the next way How to support ourselves Because we don't want to be Dependent on other people So I think that mindset Early be kind of changing When you know what I'm saying We could shit be in schools And doing the same thing True 
All right. Last one of the day. Uh, hey, see, I know I'm not a Patreon and I'm asking to be anonymous, so please keep the shit talking to a minimum. <laughs> She say, your name Stephanie? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> she says, so I'm uh, seriously conversing with a man who has two kids. This is very new to me. But I would love tips on how y'all would love for a woman who y'all are seriously dating to approach this situation. Also, do y'all find it weird for the woman who y'all are dating to reach out to the mother of the kids to formally meet her? This is so she will know who's around her children. Mm. I would never be in that situation. <laughs> And hell yeah, that's weird as shit. You shouldn't be introduce, introducing yourself to that man's, Correct. to Correct. that children's mother. That should be the man that you're talking to. Correct. Period. Yeah. And if he finds you serious, if y'all are serious, that's what he should do. That's, that's like I think that you have to do that if you're uh, jointly uh, jointly parenting kids. Like each party has the right to know who who the hell is gonna be around their kids Excellent. all that amount of time. So yeah, I, w- I wouldn't be in a situation talking to somebody with two kids. But uh, hey, so here's a here's a question. It's another question she asked. She said, "Say, for instance, you had two kids, mm-hmm. and she was coming into the situation. What would be the appropriate way to come into this mindset? Wise, I don't have two kids. So <laughs> you can't really speak to that. Uh, I guess." Uh, Try to get to know me and not the kids. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I mean, that's hard to say because I don't have any kids. So I don't know how to. I would say, just enjoy your time with him, and then when the time comes to where he he introduces you to his kids, mm-hmm. that's when you start to play a role and get to know them, and you know, understanding them and how they move, and, you know, having a good time with them. But don't just go in there, you know, trying to play stepmom or you know, be all. I love kids. How are you? Hey, how's it? Right out no, the no, gate. no, 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 no. I say you wait till you're introduced in both in both points to the kids and to the mother, and then move move from there. Also, first I would say pay attention to how he's treating the kids. If before you meet him, dating him, date him. If you know he have kids, find out how he's treating the kids because he could be ain't shit. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Not really checking around on him. He tell you he got kids, but he never spend no time with them. Mm-hmm. Or you know, taking him nowhere, picking him practice, taking him on dates, or whatever, whatever it is. I think that's one thing you should look out for before you even take that step to wanting to meet him. But I don't know. I I strongly believe, after a lot of my time in the field, that people with kids should date people with kids, mm-hmm. only because it's like it's kind of foreign for people that don't have kids. Like completely, you taking care of a whole nother life. You have a whole nother schedule that you go off of. You mm-hmm. like they're at the forefront of your life, not me. You know what I'm saying? And if you single and looking for somebody, like it ain't selfish, but you want to be kind of number one. You know what I'm saying? And you always gonna play the backseat. And then on top of that, with that, you also got to deal with the family. You don't know how that family is. Like, um, it's just so many layers, and I just feel like people with kids would understand better, and they would have more patience. Yeah, um, you know, I think I think that the onus should be put on the people with kids to create an environment that's very, very structured. I think it'll be easier to bring somebody into a situation like that. Okay, hey, when you come in, this is how we do things. Mm-hmm. My my uh, my ex comes to pick the kids up. You know, the kids' mother come pick them up Tuesday, Thursday. That's three p.m. 
3.30 p.m. instruction. We, you know, whatever. Or she'll come or she sends the nanny to come. I go meet her at this place. We do it this way, da, da, da. So you can lay all of that out. I think a lot of times when people come into those uh, situations, it's no structure involved. And oftentimes that, that can get messy, mm-hmm. right? Because for one, it's resentment there because maybe the, the mother of the child still wants you or vice versa. The, the dad of the child still wants the mama. So now that's creating complications to where it's like, Throwing off the whole structure. Okay, yeah, I'm supposed to come Tuesday, but he ain't coming, or we arguing, or Thursday come. You know what I'm saying? So that that is a lot for somebody that don't have kids to come in and have to like deal with and tolerate because you automatically go to the back burner right out the gate. Like it's, it just is what it is. Uh-huh. But when the situation is structured, I think it could work. And if you run into a situation that's structured, you should walk into it with the mindset of, I'm not here to be these kids' parents. Uh-huh. I'm not. I'm here to. You know, enjoy you, learn you, and if you see fit for a role that I could have in these kids' life after we done vetted each other and we done established the fact, okay, this is going somewhere. If you see a role that I could come in and fill, I'll do that. But as far as me coming in and trying to be overbearing and trying to, well, hey, yeah, I want to be the stepmama, oh, this, that, and the third, like me coming in with, with any say in regards to what the kids are doing or the relationship that you got with the kids, mom, this, that, and the third, I think... You know, again, that's why the owner should be on the person with kids to make sure that there's structure. Me and my baby mama don't talk unless it's about these kids or structuring the pickups, the drop-offs, school, this, that, and the third. And every time I talk to her, you can be right there next to me so, so you know it ain't no foul, nothing going on. You know what I'm saying? So you got to go above and beyond to create an environment to make that person feel comfortable because y'all right. That is like a fish out of water. Having a kid is a lot of responsibility. It's a lot that goes into that. It's a lot of time. A lot of effort, you know, let alone when the parent's not in the same household, mm-hmm. which adds a whole different dynamic that's even more complicated. So, um, yeah, as far as you, um, yeah, just come in there. Don't come in there with no expectations. Don't come in there trying to iron out no role for yourself. Don't do none of that. Sit back, watch it, see where you fit in, get in where you fit in. In regards to you reaching out to that man's, uh, to the mother of that man's kid. Hell No. No. No, don't, don't, don't do that. Because for one, it just comes off as you are kind of rubbing it in her face that I'm going to be in your kid's you life. You're already there. You, you know what I'm saying? You didn't even introduce me to you. Who is this bitch? That's right. exactly what she would take. Who is this bitch exactly. texting my phone saying, what? So now things are complicated. Again, it's on that man to introduce you to the mother's kids and vice versa. It's on that woman to introduce you to that kid's father. You don't come in and reach out to the, hey, bro, yeah, I'm in your kid life now. What up? You know, I just want to introduce my son. No, 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 no. I'm daddy number two. Take we him to the game in the morning. Nah. You, know, you going to be there? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it just, like the optics of that is just wrong. <laughs> so, no. Again, you come in there with no expectations. Get in where you fit in. You are priority number two. That's a fact. That's what you're signing up for. Take it, adapt, adapt, look in the mirror, accept that. It is what it is. And then go from there. So, yeah, on that note, man, we're going to wrap this thing on up, man. Y'all boys, shout out to our social medias and things of that nature. Big purr. <laughs> so well, underscore fitness, all platforms, you know what I'm saying? TikTok, 19,000 followers on TikTok, by the way. Mm. Uh, S5 Podcast, you know, make sure y'all follow them, check us out. We won't be talking about shit, but we talk about shit. Mm. <laughs> we both said, mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, KT underscore Good Rich, all platforms. Uh, that's all I got.
Uh, Detroit AC everywhere. Y'all know what time it is. Twitter, Instagram. Make sure y'all follow the crew season. Shout out to our Patreon members. Keep signing up. Shout out. Two dollars. Two dollars a month. All the Patreon members. Nah, not yet. All the new Patreon members too. Shout out to all y'all. Yeah, we're going to do the annual thing too. Yeah, so y'all can just get that $24 payment out the way. Call it a day. $24. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but yeah, man, keep on supporting. Keep on rocking with us. Uh, shout out to YouTube uh, as well, man. We gave y'all a treat this past week, and we waiting on the response. If they if they say anything, let us know so we can uh, <laughs> chime in and rebuttal. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> oh, and also, man, y'all make sure y'all keep sharing sharing the word and just spread the word, man, because yeah. you know, we, we can't grow without y'all. Thanks. So, you know what I'm saying? If you know somebody that just... Want to listen to a podcast? Want to laugh? Need a little relationship advice? Put a, put us on. Put us on. Facts, facts. We definitely appreciate y'all. Shout out to Smooth Man. Smooth will be back next week. God damn me. God damn me, bitch. <laughs> 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 but uh, but yeah. On that note, man, we are gonna play a record. Shit, we can stay on this Cardi album, man. Uh, DJ Cardi album. We gonna play that Cardi B record. That shit is hard. It's called Big Paper. We the best music.